Welcome to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Woo! Oh. <laughs> the podcast where we talk about gay stuff and discuss LGBTQ plus history. Yes. This week we're going to talk about the book Sapphire Sunset by Christopher Rice. And we're going to talk about Caitlyn Jenner coming mm-hmm. out as transgender. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm very intrigued by oh. this conversation. All right. <laughs> no, no wolf, wolf for the Caitlyn Jenner. No, Jen- not Jen- a single one. We'll talk about that. Wolf. Well, if you don't want to wolf for Caitlyn Jenner, <laughs> you could wolf for your dog. If you have pups, doggies, or fur babies, why not show them some love with some baked bones dog treats? These aren't just any treats. These are, they are specially baked bones. They have CBD, which is great because CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. So thankfully, Baked Bones has your dog covered with delicious dog treats that your dog will surely love. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hip oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. You can check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and the other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using the promo code GAYSTUFF15. GAYSTUFF. That's right, GAYSTUFF15. Baked Bones is LGBTQ plus owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones is now available in Man Radio Mercantile, which is a store based in Houston and Austin. Baked Bones probably donates 10% of all of its profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Baked Bones. Baked Dogs, happy. Love. Oh, there's, you, there's you, the wolf. Are you, do you see what you would look wolf. like with yeah, a facelift? Yeah, do you need a little bit of lifting, a little I bit of Botox? Like, see myself in the mirror. I'm like, I need a Don't little you see yourself in the mirror every day? I'm talking <laughs> about the man in the mirror. I love that song, but also it's very good. Anyways, yeah, it's I good. Do. I don't and hate Michael Jackson. One suit in particular loves Michael Jackson. He keeps singing Michael Jackson on repeat. In my class, I'm like, can you stop, please? Like, the, for the, one time. Does he know about Michael Jackson? I don't think so. Hmm. It's kind of weird. Like, I mean, do you want to tell the kids about Michael Jackson? Like, you are eight years eight, eight, yeah. eight years old. But um, maybe the maybe his parents are exposing me, me, him. Me, 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 me. I don't. Uh, do you? Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, sorry, Te- technical difficulty. We, um, I don't, I don't want to, like, I mean, Michael Jackson was a, a, a staple. Like, I mean, he, he's the king of pop. It's a good time. conversation um, for do we, like, what do you do about artists? And like, how do you separate yeah. the, oh, I love that color. How do you separate like artists versus like the art when yeah. they do something you don't agree with or that's. You know, but they're morally irreprehensible. So I'm not gonna be like, hey, like. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not gonna talk about it. No, no, no. But in like, general, in general, but like, like he was a king, king of pop, and like for like decades, decades, exactly. <laughs> and like even now, these children who are 2023 are into him and his music, and they're singing it and dancing, and like I'm gonna encourage because they saw it on TikTok. No, they actually didn't. It yeah. was from a baseball, like their walk, their team walkout song is this. And I was like, okay, well, like. What song is it? Um, well, well, he doesn't sing it that much if you can't remember it. No, he does. <laughs> having time. a senior moment. Yeah, well, okay. He's 30, isn't he? Ouch. I'm, I'm so old. Ouch. Oh, well, that been good... I've been up since 3.45. Give me a literal break. It's fine. But, you know. No, no. All right. No. Uh, you know who won't be getting who? their walkout song? 
Never mind, I can't. That's actually that's actually not a like a good segue. Okay, try again. Let's, let's start the beginning. Because it's actually sad, Because like the U.S. House Republicans. Oh. Those, oh. those great people oh. that we talked okay, about so okay. many times. They couldn't get their stuff together. Remember, because they couldn't elect mm-hmm. a Speaker of the House. Yes. Well, apparently they are finally doing something. The country's work. <gasps> They're not. They uh they. Can't do shit. They can't pass a budget. They can't uh, get us past the debt ceiling. But they somehow can pick on trans kids. Budget. Mm-hmm. Um, I barely know it. They uh, <laughs> they decided to pass a bill today that they were Sorry. were um, recording on four twenty. Smoke weed every day. Four twenty. Uh, that would prohibit biological born <laughs> males from participating in girls and women's teams uh, of schools that get money from federal government. So basically, if you're um, trans woman in high school you cannot participate in women's sports and not even if you're doing hormones if you identify past 219 to 203 of the house oh my god which means that dims no that's false there were not people who are present <laughs> I yeah i mean so it's, i'm doing the math that, we, all those, the, the house is not that but all that, those, all the Republicans basically unanimously voted yes. for anti an anti-trans bill targeting kids that are already children, going children, trauma, children. Um, yeah, of course, I, I, it, you know it won't pass the dem, the Democratic but Senate, I, yeah, it's nor will still, it be no. signed into law by Biden. But no. still, like this is what you want to pat spend your time doing. Like this is what your focus is. We have so many so other many issues. other things. Yeah, children and people are being literally murdered by guns constantly. No, not even guns. Let me talk about. I'm. I'm gonna reverse. AR fifteens, machine guns. I just don't for. Yeah. Literal murder for military Sports. weapons yeah. are being used against human beings in droves and people are dying. But no, trans people competing in sports is yeah. where we draw the yeah, other line. Con- the other countries have like, you know, alerts to their travelers coming to America like, they're like, hey, do you not know, go don't there. Don't go there because, because there's law, your country is fucked up. Yeah. This law, as it's aptly titled, is for the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act. It's protecting women but and see, girls in but sports. But they can't define how that protect. I mean, that's the thing. Is they think it's like a bathroom thing. They think just because that's any person that's not like them is a pervert. This was sponsored by a Republican out of Florida, Rep. Uh, of Representative Greg Stubbs. Of course. So, yeah, maybe. Uh, a lot of, but you know what? He managed to get 218 of his colleagues to vote with him uh, for this anti-trans bill. Because if they don't vote along party lines, they become perverts, labeled perverts. Yeah. Because like, oh, because they're trying to label all liberals perverts against all groomers. reality. Yeah. Groomers, perverts, groomers. whatever yeah. the word is now. To say, oh, they're not voting with us, so that means that they want to groom kids. They want to be perverts. But, you know, this representative, I mean, he comes from the state of Florida, which Florida, their House of Representatives at the state level just passed a bill on Wednesday that would let the uh, state take transgender minors away from their families if they're receiving gender-affirming care. 
so fuck me, uh, yeah. like a child that's actually getting support from their parents of like they're struggling with their identity, they're struggling with who they are, and they have a parent saying, you know what, you're gonna be okay. You, I love you no matter what. I want you yeah. to like process who you are. I'm gonna be on this journey with you. I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna support you. And the state of Florida wants yeah. to take that child away from its parent and put them in a put them in a foster home, which could do like so when, much harm. exactly there's yeah well we've talked about that before child. i mean in addition to like the harm is them it's like it's already putting a burden on an or it's putting another burden on an already just like a system that's just like overwhelmed like as it is so think not, about not even overwhelmed the system that's fucked it, well like, yeah it doesn't it doesn't it has so many way, issues it's fucked like and so so you know you have all these other kids that need assistance for other reasons that will get less attention or they put, could potentially fall through the so because now you're having an influx potentially of people that, like you said, like are from a otherwise quote healthy home. You know, there's just this one thing that they see is wrong. Yeah, it's an affirming that's not wrong. home. Yeah. That's taking care of their child. That's getting them to school. That's getting their them fed. Getting them clothes. Meeting the essential needs of this this child from a like just a physical well being, but also a psychologically safe place and then deciding no i'm going to yank you out of your mm. safe place uh a home that provides you shelter and food and gets you to school and as again psychologically people safe, who care put, about you. and i'm going to put you in a stranger's home which to your point dusty a very practical yeah. i i appreciate that view because that is not a view that i necessarily like <laughs> oh. but you're right you're straining the system you're, right you're, i mean the, the system yeah. that's already strained and you're like Forcing other kids that don't need to be in there into the system, which is just not. It's gonna it's gonna make yeah. even even thin resources even thinner spread, which is a money issue, which is a tax. It's just so many different things become involved when it doesn't need to be. Yes. And so I mean that. So then you're gonna people are gonna be paying, and then you've got these poor like workers that are getting paid shit and have like you know caseloads of like fifty people, fifty kids that they're in charge of. I mean, it's and you can't do that. It's just like if you're not paying so many to take care of these children. They're already going to treat them poorly. The children are being treated poorly, and now yeah. you're forcing children who were being treated okay, being treated right, and you're like, oh, no, this is bad. It's fine. Um, so, like, to recap, Florida has now <laughs> made drag in public illegal as a sex crime against children, quote-unquote. Uh, they have also done what we just spoke about. They made sexual crimes against children punishable by death. They began allowing death penalty sentencing as an eight to four vote instead of a unanimous vote. Yeah. Uh, so here we are saying that, that the Senate committee is saying uh, we can we can allow death penalty crimes against children like unanimously immediately, but then they change it to eight to four instead. But the problem is not the church members or the Boy Scouts members yeah. that we keep finding mm -hmm. that are causing these problems. Because we know that they are not going to get the death penalty. But the second a drag queen reads to a student make a, or a child, gonna make a, make a they're going to make a huge deal and say this drag queen needs to die. Example. Like an example. They're going to make an example. Exactly is what you're saying. So... All these white men that are dealing with this situation and being the actual abusers are not going to face these crimes. 
But the ones that they are trying to murder, literally, Mm -hmm. will be the ones they put on death row to make massive public examples of, across national examples of, and Marjorie Taylor Greene will be the first one that says, look, look at this drag queen that was reading for this child with a, in a, in a leotard, uh, they need to be put to death. They're they they deserve it. Yeah. But not the one who literally uh, fondled a child in Florida. He's he'll be fine. He'll yeah. be Matt twenty. Gates? Literally, <laughs> he'll, he'll be apparently a representative yeah. of the United States of America. So allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, yeah, there's no shortage of uh, news reports of notable Republicans that have been caught. Um, making inappropriate gestures comments and in some cases like actual sexual acts uh towards minors yeah um but yeah it's just uh brushed under the under the rug where the real focus is drag queens and transgender it's folks. all drag queens all our uh, our drag queens fault well, speaking of drag queens that are at fault that are transgender, <gasps> Sasha Colby, winner of All Stars, oh uh, winner of season fifteen. Spoiler alert! I didn't watch the season, but I'm still gonna watch it's it. It's fine. It it was, never watched that was over a week ago. You guys can catch up. It's fine. We didn't watch the season either. I oh, I loved only, it. Only, I watched the it. only way we caught we watched the the pit stop. That's all we saw. No, this was actually a very strong season. I will. Admit. That's what I heard. Uh, but I, I didn't hear much too much about it. it. Like oh, I didn't I loved it. No, I mean all I didn't hear the... too much. Like like there wasn't like I don't know. I felt like that. Maybe it's just because oh, I, I was. It. They I loved it. a Houston zone. Top four. Mistress. Finalists. Mistress Isabel. Yes. Mistress oh my God. Isabel this Brooks. season was very good. The top Dang. four were very good. They all competed their own. Uh, they all showed. It was a showcase of like four different queens that like really showed like a good time. I love this season. But the winner was Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. Uh, season trans. 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, a transgender woman. And has been a drag queen for quite some time, huh? Uh, yeah, she's young, actually, which is very interesting. She's a young... I think she's like 32, 33. That's young. Um, 30, 30, somewhere around 30. I mean, she's early been... 30s, she's early been 30s. like she, Like, all the... Her like life the, has been dedicated to drag. Most, there's been a lot of... I mean, the drag queen Young for the experience. Was, ...was well... Like, they all knew who she... Everyone knew who she was. Like, if you watched The Pit Stop, which, again, that was the only way I spent time yeah. to watch that show... Was um, so the is the pit stop is a recap show. Um, it uh, all she, the seasoned queens were like, oh, they they all knew who she was. So she had made a, made a reputation for herself good. prior to being on uh, season fifteen of and RuPaul's Drag Race. Her interview, like for your like entrance situation, was like, I'm your favorite drag queen's favorite drag queen, and it's absolutely <laughs> no, that. that's what she that's said awesome. before the season began. And like it's true, it's fitting, she yeah. literally is. Correct. Like your drag queen favorite drag queen, because Sasha Colby has been literally slaying all sorts of competitions across the fucking world. Like before she was on RuPaul's Drag Race, and like every season, Sasha Colby has been mm-hmm. rumored to be on the season. Oh like, yeah, really? Oh, Sasha okay. Colby took a break. Sasha Colby did a break. She's here. Here she is. And like every season, she's rumored to be on RuPaul's Drag Race, and the fact that she was actually on the season, and everyone's like, "Fuck!" Like just give her the season and. <laughs> I mean, and Mistress Isabel, I just like gave her a fucking run for her money. Mistress <laughs> did a great job this season. I'm I think, sorry. I mean, the timing is good it's, like, with it's everything good. going on. Show, I mean, so that's a, a positive spin on the trans community. A, a win for them. Correct. A win for her. A Correct. win for showing people that you know it's not just a 
a, a, a mental illness, a, a, a choice, a disease. You know, it's it's no, it's it's something. It's them. It's valuable. It's which is what she said for her win when she won. She was. I, I'm spoiling a little bit. If you didn't watch the finale, <laughs> she won the. Yeah, it's fine. It's <laughs> a week and a half. You guys can listen and watch. Uh, she won the finale in basically. She was new. She yeah, was I, I read that. Yes, on what you're gonna say. Uh, yeah. And she was like, "I won. I wanted to show the body that you were trying to ban, which I think is fabulous. Which is fabulous. She wanted to show the body, which is a woman's body, her body that she's that she she's is. worked on. That that's what she's is. That's that what she promotes. Yeah, who she is. I, I wanted that. to show the body who I am, and she showed that body. And so she created a protest out of that. And people are so pissed that she was nude on television. And it was like, she actually wasn't. She wasn't. It was. She had her nipples covered. An, Everything was it, like, this is We've not, seen that little on people many times before. You can see that in cartoons. Mm-hmm. Cartoons show that. You see nipple on With like a nipple and you show something on top of the nipples. This was not any different than a woman or a cartoon a showing their bodies. And we had covers over the nipples. It literally was not any different. And it makes me so mad that people are, are going, and going in and attacking it. But I am so proud of her. She slayed the competition. She did a great job. She and had competition. I do have to say, if you watch the season, she did have competition because Mistress and uh, Anitra and Lux, the top four, they did a great job competing against her. Uh, but Sasha definitely was like, literally the entire time, she was like, like oh, top, top. She pop. never, never fell on the bottom for a single second. Was so, she that good or was she just the hype? I thought that, but she did actually. I mean, a she, really I'm sure job. she did. I'm not she taking away anything, but it just seemed like everyone was just like, "Oh, no, difference, difference." I so like, Come on. you, if you watch uh, Canada's Drag Race season one, there was a, oh, uh, yeah. a queen that was uh, Tanami Banks that everyone was like super hyped about. They were like, "Oh my god, she is like the queen of queens in Canada!" Like blah blah blah, and like she went home very early, uh, and I was like, "Oh, Sasha Cohen." do the same thing like oh this is gonna be the 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 situation um but no i actually enjoyed sasha colby she did a great job like so if you watch the season she does a very a very good job i enjoyed her as uh rpdr rupaul's drag races Mm -hmm. want to do uh they have announced they're already on to the next season on the next season it was already planned that's already on to the next one and season season what all-star season eight eight Season eight, do you have the, I don't have the list, but I, uh, I like this, I like this list. It's been, there. I don't, I'm trying to think of the list for seven, the last All-Stars I was, last All-Stars or two or whatever, I was not, this season I think is going to be a good one based on who it is. Cause it's a lot. It, but there are good names, but also there's some names we haven't seen in a Correct. while. And Correct. I like that. I don't, cause I like, sometimes I feel like, what was it like? Maybe it was seven or six. We're like, it's just all people like from the, like the last two seasons. I'm like, okay, I just got done watching you. You didn't win, honey. Yeah, yeah. Take some time and go do something else Derek and come back. Is coming back. Yes, yeah, so I know. That's what I'm saying. It's some big names from uh, the history. Okay. No, that's not right. Hold on. Oh, do you need me to pull it out? No, I'm trying because they're claiming Chad Michaels coming back. That's not. Right. Oh no. Oh, I literally love me some Chad Michaels though. That's old. It's old. 
Like Chad Michaels. Candy Muse. <laughs> Candy, Candy, Candy Muse. Muse. Heidi in Closet. Heidi in Closet. I've loved her since Monica the first Monica Beverly Hills. Monica Beverly Hills. Monica Beverly Hills. Twitter. Twitter is the first queen uh, um, to come out, out as trans yeah, in, correct. on the show. Mm-hmm. Which Spence and I went back back and watched that season. I'm going to have to make Ben start a season one and watch all she, of it. That was so emotional. For it no, really was. Like dramatic that, yeah. and emotional for no reason. It was camp. It was, well, it was honestly true. It, it, we're talking about a drag show here, and you're going to say it's camp. Like, I mean, it like, like, but I mean, as it was played back, it was like, oh, it was so emotional. I'm like, this was, camp. I mean, you start to realize, right, that this is all orchestrated. Yeah. Right. Like was, the, yeah. the showrunners, the producers are like, we need to get from point A to, to point, point B, and we need to build it. And yeah. C. Okay. We're ready for this? I'm ready. I've we been have ready. Jimbo. I from love Jimbo. I love Jimbo and then big old then tickle bitties. I love Jimbo, but also like Jimbo's been on is it her third season now? I think though, like, so, yeah. Oh, I think so, yeah. Um I think <laughs> Nasha Lopez from season seven. Season seven is a very ignored season, which I don't like, and I'm very Who was excited. the winner? Because I need to know the winner so I can um, Violet Chotchkey. Oh yeah, that was but that wasn't a girl. But I yeah, do love Miss Violet, but Violet Violet Chotchkey. Um so Nasha I Actually, very much like Nisha Lopez. I honestly don't remember. If you rewatch season seven, she does a very good job. Uh, Darian Lake. Love. I have wanted her to come back for so long. Mm-hmm. Baby has uh, lost like 200 pounds. Way to go. She is serving. She is uh, a body queen Slipping. now. I am so excited. Because she's like, we already, <laughs> we already know. I'm going to look it up to see if we can support I mean, this. We she's lost already... some weight, but body queen is generous. Okay, but like, Ooh. looking at this, look at this. She got titties and she got curves. Okay. All right, like, yeah. baby's got things. Anyways, uh, I thought she was hilarious in season six, mm. and then loved her. She made it to top Fabulous. four. I was like, come back, baby. She does a great job. Uh, I'm looking for current. Candy pictures. Muse comes back. What is that? Oh my gosh, you love Candy Muse. Yeah. Monica Beverly Hills we comes back. Miss Lala Ree comes oh, back. Best. The Bad Queen. She's coming back. Uh, Mrs. Best. Kasha. David. Do you remember Lala Ree? I I am looking. I, she I came feel out. like She's I bag. do. Think She's about the Bad hey, Queen. Think about like those... 99 cent bags that you can buy at CVS, those paper bags <laughs> that you stuff up, <laughs> the gift bags. She stapled those to a yes, corset. I and do. said it's an alert. Exactly. <laughs> Here's, here, yeah, here. Uh, imagine <laughs> also no, one of the... But listeners, I want you to imagine, imagine stapling 20 of those 99 cent CVS gift bags to around your body and then walking out no, uh, amongst the, the um, 99 cent gift bags that you pay 99 cents for eight of them yes and then staple them and to then your like body. staple them to What's your funny? body amongst a when bunch you of google other her, I, I want to make it cheaper <laughs> when you google her that's what comes out it's like it's like you tell yeah. you and it says bag <laughs> that's yeah. the first thing that exactly. comes, not even her so name so then when you look at this situation it's not the bag <laughs> look yeah no, exactly oh, there's, we got too much going on oh my god so then Mrs. Kasha Davis Love also a flag. season 7 person Person, and I'm like, Thank really? You. I was thinking older than season seven. No, she wow. was season seven, old, but not she's yeah, old, not that old. <laughs> but now she used to be a drinker, which is where she came from. The always time for a cocktail. Now uh, it's no longer time for a cocktail. She is sober, so, oh, so now, now it's time, time for, for what? Mocktail, like some milk, a mocktail. Uh, but she, oh, I have followed her on Twitter since that moment. She is so 
fucking funny. Oh, very, I but I don't know if so... we're going to do this mocktail. I know. as we. I feel like always time for a snack. Always time for so a book. I am so excited for Kasha Davis. Always time to take a load she, off. She represents <laughs> old drag. Like, everyone keeps celebrating. You, oh, you're not into... Okay, he's not into... How old is she? She is in her 50s. So she's... I'm looking about it old drag. You're... I know about old drag. 52. <laughs> 52. <laughs> what's, what's the oldest drag? That's, is what's that going to be the oldest? No, I'm trying uh, to... Mr. Jorah was older. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to back that up a drink that's or two. Tempest Jour was older. <laughs> wow, I admire your accent. What is that? Malbec? Malbec is Malbec. Tempest Jour was older, which she was also from season seven, which everyone wants Tempest de Jour to come back. I can't speak French. Uh, Tempest de Jour is to come uh, back. Cabernet. Because she was eliminated at first, but everyone wanted her to do more because she actually paid okay, for well. Okay, I do remember her, yes. yes. So, uh, oh. Kenny Muse was also uh, excited to come back. Um, Kahana Montrees, she was eliminated very early in season 10 or 11. Um, or Tempest. Jimbo. Guys, 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 guys. But will any of the Re- Republicans appear on All Stars? <gasps> I am loving James Manfield, it. sorry. Republicans. It's funny. So, I... I love that the the AI uh, generated it blew up Instagram oh, account so funny that decided to use some some AI to artificial to, intelligence to to um, reimagine some very famous prominent, infamous prominent, prominent Republican features Republican figures Senator not features as features. as drag queens and some of them are. I really horrendously it. looking, but I, also horrendous, but also. But iconic. they look, but serving. they look real. Like They're some of, some of them look like they really were on the episode of RuPaul's Drag Race where they bring in like the the firefighters. You have to redo them, and they have to walk. <laughs> so that some of them look Ted like Cruz, that. Mitch McConnell, Ron Mitch McConnell is funny. Uh, Lindsey Graham, they mm-hmm. all like so they reimagined them as drag queens. It is so which funny. Is now I remember. I'm like in the pre-show. I was like, what? Um. There were some things that happened last week, and it was all like, could you imagine any of those drag queens, like those Republicans, uh, being the face of Bud Light? Mm. Oh my god! Them people got mad. Yeah. Because why? They had a there was a Dylan, Instagram uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Mulvaney Instagram spot. It was like a thirty second spot. Dylan Mulvaney is a TikTok Love famous her. transgender woman. woman. Uh, and so Bud Light decided to give her a spot, like give her a nod. Yeah, probably. So yeah, probably. She, well, because because she does the she her thing started with she started um she started the days of girlhood. So like when she started uh, estrogen and doing all that, and she would update and like it's and it started as like followed it. Yeah, it, people followed it because it was like I'm doing that, and it morphed into like her transition, the and then like also just like regular yeah. regular just life, like iconic- just online yeah. transition yeah and normal and normalizing but also Darn. just regular stuff and a lot of people come after for like she's saying this is stuff women have to deal with and like um well you don't because you're not a but like that's what her thing was it was just a regular life in transition and then just recently um she had facial the blah, 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 the facial feminization i guess which i don't really like that I, I would rather say reconstruction but i but surgery and looks amazing had a big but since then Gender has come out with uh, what's that? I thought it was gen, 
Gender re-identification surgery. Yeah, I okay. That's that's a little bit better. I think that's. I might be wrong. Um, so but sorry. like had that Please and come out with a lot of uh, like spokesperson deals sponsorships. Thank you. That's what I was like. That's why and I was if like. You want to spo- sponsor us? Want to sponsor us? Malbec is coming in. KitchenAid. Um, you know, KitchenAid is one of them. Uh, yeah, because their new hibiscus color. She did. She's been invited to the White House. I mean, really, has taken on a positive spin in a very difficult time for some for a trans person to. I mean, it's not Literally. like not that it's ever been easy, but like, I mean, it's an uphill battle now. Like everything she does is either praised or is online. It's exactly, but it's it's simultaneously praised and and criticized at the exact sure. same moment. So I mean, I can't imagine how strong she must be. I mean, I, I could not do that where you constant i mean and you're she, doing everything out there and like you're it's both sides she got a sponsorship constantly. from from but, but, oh sorry I, but, well, light, but yeah. light and and sponsored her days of grunt it was talking about but and people went off the rails and lost their shit the about it yeah. kid so rock she, has photographed uh uh taking ar-15 which i just talked about and shooting she, yeah people pouring out which cans. which okay on I, I will play devil's advocate. Free speech. They cannot do that. They can. That's their right to boycott. But studies show boycotting does not do a lot. It's more of a personal statement, which is fine. Travis but, Tritt said no more. Exactly. Uh, I mean, which the reading of Travis Tritt, country star from the 80s and 90s, was right. just wonderful. Because they're like, you hate uh, cross-dressers. And then they pulled up all his looks. Uh huh. Where he's in this tight leather outfits well, with a bunch of friends and, and his puffy hair. Like, people, Girl. people pouring out. What does about being chronically online? I love that because it's like, oh, let me look back at right? these different things. Pe- like, fuck you. You literally have done that. Sorry. <laughs> people pouring out Bud Light with Carbock in the background, which has a oh, local yeah. brand, which was bought out by Anheuser Busch. Who I mean, so they're a. Multi billion dollar company. Yeah, it was our representative. Five million dollars is not going to. Yeah. My favorite is seeing a, a white mm. man in a Walmart destroying beer cases in the middle of Walmart, like taking them, slamming the ground, slamming them with a, a hammer that he also had from Walmart. Uh, That's already all been paid but for. But he was doing Bush Light, which is not Bud Light. Oh, well, I would I'm like to see. Is, you're fucking more. I mean, they I, own so many other companies. They do. I don't. And, and well, and then that, I was talking to Ben. I'm like, aside from all the other companies that p- most of those people probably don't know they own, and they probably also drink Corona, mm-hmm. is owned by Anheuser. But also think of I'm like all of the the deals they have with stadiums across the country. So like, even if you don't drink beer and you go to a stadium, they're still You're making money off your ass. ass. It also, does not matter. You mentioned Carbock. Who was it? The Republican was it? Greg Abbott or uh, no, it was um, Patrick. Whoever it was, Again, someone was killing his Bud Light, but then he had a car. I, that's uh, yeah. Beer I don't want to. I don't want to say thank you, Crenshaw. I didn't want to say the name. Crenshaw. I, I couldn't think of his name. Like, Crin- oh, Dan like, Crenshaw. Try to protect. I, I didn't know. Well, no, I didn't want to. I didn't want to cover up my eye because I didn't want to. Oh, see, I didn't want to take it there, but he now I went fine. there. We're there. Uh, um, <laughs> so Dan Crenshaw took a uh, a video yeah. of him destroying Bud Light from his fridge, but had a fridge. Full, full of, of car box. I mean, it's just which like is owned by Anheuser Busch, Bush, and it literally is like it's the same fucking company. Yeah. Also, <laughs> it is 2023. I have been in this city for seven years, oh, and every that's not what I was oh. going for. But thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you, I'm welcome. 
Um, every single year of being at Pride, every single tent that I've been in. It's because they have a is massive sponsored pride. by Bud Light. They have a massive uh, history with with supporting the community. Yeah. Correct. As and does then Miller Light, Miller yes. Light, mm. Coors Light, like Corona. And literally every single fucking beer your dumbasses are drinking are supporting it's gay just, and trans rights. It's I like. Mean, here is this woman that is now somehow the fi- the face of this, and you're fucking pissed. Like, well, and it's not even like a spoke. It was like a one off, small. It wasn't even like a na- It was like a yeah Instagram thing. It wasn't a commercial, which I mean is no. I mean not to, but like, I mean it's a boycott. It's like does Chick Fil A give a fuck if I don't go there and spend my get dollars? No, they do not. No, because they're doing ha- that, just fine. Truett, Kathy, and family do not care that I don't eat chicken. That happened in college when it found out when we officially the first time that we found out they were spending their gay dollars yeah. uh, on hating gay people. And you know what my Chick Fil A did in College Station? That was twenty thirteen. They were like, oh. Well, most of the Free workers chicken there, sandwiches. Most of the workers there are gay come, anyway. It, yeah, exactly. So that they, I mean, they are Chick Fil A local. Chick Fil A was like, yeah. let's do free chicken sandwiches, and so like on the same day that they're doing a protest. So the, of course the line was out yeah. the fucking door. The, I mean, and like I when I was reading more onto it, I was like, people making more than I make do a lot of work making sure that this is going to happen, mm-hmm. and they are going to be okay. I mean, and like as a lot of people like look at Nike and Colin Kaepernick, they rebound higher than what they were before. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to hurt them. I mean, so really, it's like a way for you to say your thing. I get it, but it's just like, but again, I think it's also another distractor from let's you know instead of all these let's talk about guns, let's talk about all these other issues, let's talk about how beer is trans now, but and so also, it's a distracting. So you mentioned Kaepernick. It fully shows when Nike announced that and everyone decided to do their mm-hmm. vocal protest. Their stock shot by 30%. Yeah. It, that is it, a proven It works fact. up, yeah. So it worked. <laughs> they knew it. That's their marketing. I would, uh, I'd like to, um, well, I don't know when that point, like, I mean, so if you get a <laughs> transgender, um, like, we'll say a Caitlyn Jenner, if you will. Yes. Uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner being a spokesperson for the NRA, what would that do to people? Which she probably does support the NRA. Well, I, I was like, well, I want a transgender That's a, person. Just think about it, though. How freaked out were the all these you know MAGA people? What are they going to do? A transgender yeah, person was like their beer. So what happens when a transgender person is a spokesperson for their guns? There are they going to get mad? But there's there's a different are they going to stop buying guns? <laughs> there's an, a different idea where they're using a spokesperson that is okay. Forget Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. Pick Sasha Colby. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a, any drag queen. Pick Trixie Mattel. I mean, like all of a sudden she is the NRA spokesperson. I want to know uh, what hey, the, yeah. these you know what would you do? Yeah, my Second Amendment rights. People are going to do like what you going to do. I think yeah. It's, you gonna stop buying guns? You gonna actually pass gun reform? Like no, because there'll, there'll, the there'll be an excuse, or there'll be a oh, but, or oh, there'll no. be. A, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, but that's how. Do you hate transgender yeah. so much? Do you hate transgender so, people and drag queens so much that you're gonna give? You know, if you had a Trixie Mattel as your spokesperson for the NRA, what would you do? 
And then also at the same time, if if Trixie Mattel, we'll say Trixie Mattel, oh, or, or, or drag, drag her, we'll say drag her, we'll say drag her. RuPaul, RuPaul, and her drag all drag. Are you going to give up fracking just because RuPaul does it? So let's say RuPaul is the NRA spokesperson. What would what would the drag community do? What would all the liberals who are like, yay, you better work, bitch, RuPaul. And then she's supporting you know, NRA. The problem that we actually don't support RuPaul, we just support RuPaul's drag race. Come on. By <laughs> yeah, their, you're RuPaul. giving money by watching we all are, these we things. We are, we are, we so, are. But like, the gays are so That's like saying, that, oh, I don't go to Chick-fil-A on Sundays. Well, no shit, they're closed on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, we'll send it, thank you. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but like, okay, keep going. I'm not going to interrupt you. No, that's 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 it. That's the no because like thing, RuPaul doing her things in her her mm-hmm. free time is different than supporting. No, no, you're keep going. Think, though all those season queen winners, whatever. Then supporting all like the drag queens no, that no. like we know and love. Tracy, like Mattel, those, 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 Del Rio, we know that the drag queens don't <laughs> support her doing the fracking. Yes, but they're all that's capitalists. That's their mama. They're all. On, They're all trying to win them doors. Who else is me? On a happier drag note, I wanted to bring this up because I'm excited about it, so we're going to talk about it, damn it. Oh, is, well, because I think it's also funny. It's it's like Sasha Colby, a trans woman, winning drag race. Granted, drag race is targeted toward us. But, like, you've got Jinx Monsoon, oh. who has now secured, it was announced, and then she just released the thing, um, to be the villain on the next season or series. I don't know how it does because I don't watch it. I mean, I've seen a couple Season. episodes Season. of I mean, uh, Doctor Who. Oh, don't get me started on that because you know where I'm going with Kim Kardashian. Uh, um, of Doctor Who. And so, so um, Jinx Month is fresh off a like hugely popular Broadway. run in Chicago. Which Spencer and I, again, we're just watching season five. Rewatching. Well, I've never seen it, so we're watching oh, season five. So good. And she says, and they called it out in this uh, finale on season 15 finale where Jinx Monsoon came out and like oh little Jinx you've grown so far and like let us take you back to season 5 and she that was said, so cute she said, I, I just want to be you know my one dream would be to be uh, what's her name who did she play uh, in Chicago and the, it's uh, Madda it's the oh it's the <laughs> That was exactly. intense and powerful. It's uh, the 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 warden. Somebody I can't remember her name. Because I didn't want to know. Character she played in Chicago. The warden, yes, she was uh, the warden. She wanted. To and play people it. loved it. I mean, well, and she did she extremely it. well. Yeah, she sang it. And I've, I've seen like. And she got to play it on like on the main stage, and then she got to I sing about it. it in the same show. Beautiful, love it. I loved it, but she's going to now be Mom, they she. Um, uh, the job. next, the next villain on um, Doctor, Doctor Who, Who, and she's released. They've released the pictures. It looks very good, very camp, very Jinx, and I think it's gonna be great. I'll watch it, but see, that's again like okay, they don't drink, but I'll watch Doctor. Who. I've never, I've seen like maybe two episodes, but I'll watch it to see how she does. Jinx monsoon. So I think, I think those are the things that like in all of this, like, are still. A glimmer of some kind of hope because there's all this infighting, but clearly there's also enough positives or people in charge that like it, or else she wouldn't be getting those roles, you know, Correct. like yep. those things. So that I think, so I think there's little wins. It's but by the way, Jinx Monsoon, I think is an amazing entertainer. Correct. And she I only would, got better because when she won that season, I was like, okay, I better and better she and won, better. She won all stars, all stars, and I was like. Girl, All right, that is an entertainer. She serves. So tell me about American Horror Story. Well, 
Yeah, you know I'm a huge fan, and people are dropping like flies. They don't like it because it's you know they think it's not as it's good camp. as it used it's to be. Camp. It's camp. It was well, Ryan Murphy. Yes. So um, they released. Uh, you know they they it's very big for them to to do teasers and hints about the season. They release he releases like the name of the season or like these obscure pictures or whatever. Anyway. And so this well, next season, commercials with the eerie music. Exactly. <laughs> this this next season is called. Oh, shit, I forgot what it's called. But they tease the uh, season American is Horror m- Story. M- Madam Sarah Paulson. Came it's. Back. <laughs> I I think so. Actually, I'm not sure. Oh, that's. I mean, um, American Horror. I can't talk and type. See, American new season. Horror Story. It's American Horror Story. It's going to be called the new season. American Horror Story. American Horror Story. That's anyway. Anyway. So anyway, but it's bringing back Julie Emma Roberts, which is a good. I love her. But also with Kim Kardashian's going to be on it. And people have lost their lost fucking minds, which I do understand because... In a good way or a bad way? In bad a bad way. way. People are like really her. not happy. Hate her, hate her. Because anything the Kardashians touches just becomes watered garbage. down commercial and just, it's you just know. It's just garbage for them. And so, but like so much so that like Ryan Murphy Productions had to put out a thing saying, hey y'all, <laughs> calm your Chill. tits. Yeah. Because remember that all these people that we've seen that weren't actors like Lady Gaga, that did come on our seasons and were very well okay, received. Don't even start with me. Lady Gaga is a musician. <laughs> we'll she has the, been uh, a Gus musician. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, uh-huh. Cute. Um, okay, fine. But Kim Kardashian, really, I mean, everything they touch, yes, happens to be... It's all a commercial for the craziness. Kardashians. Yes. And I've got a so, wonderful topic to transition to, if you really? will. Speaking Who's of transitions and Kardashians and drag queens and transgender Who's people. Transition? Let's talk about Caitlyn Jenner making <gasps> oh, history oh, no. when she came out as transgender in an ABC primetime interview with Don... Don. Diane Sawyer. <laughs> Don Sawyer. Sawyer. On April 24th, 2015. So this week in LGBTQ history. Oh, 2014. 2015. 2015. That Caitlyn Jenner like made a wow. fever dream. But That's like, a long ass time ago, long dude. Long ass time ago, dude. Yeah. So it's dude, like like, you squint, it's like you're, you're squinting <laughs> and it's like fun. so far away. But if you it, like, it's like it's like if you squint and jump up and down and twirl a little <laughs> like bit, what, like you can see years. that pride is close. And that means the Greater Houston LGBT Chambers of Com- Chamber of Commerce <laughs> is hosting its annual Pride in Business celebration, a unique opportunity to celebrate the important role of LGBTQ plus and allied businesses in the greater Houston economy. The event underscores how the LGBTQ plus and allied business community works with a broader business community to realize a better city and region and economic prosperity. This event is held this year on Friday, June 23rd, 2023. And you can find out more at www.houstonlgbtchamber.com forward slash 2023PIB. Again, houstonlgbtchamber.com forward slash 2023PIB. Ooh, I like that. Like I squeezed that in. Okay. No, that's actually a very good trend. Transition. Oh, speaking of trans. Oh, that was a good transition. Let's talk about our (laughs) friends. You're welcome. Uh, No. Caitlyn Jenner, will you call her friendly? What do you want to say? No, absolutely. You have to say member of the community. Like it or not, you have to say that. How would you describe your feelings about Kate? I'm really confused, honestly. I, 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 I understand people being like, I don't understand how she can 
be her having been who she was and then transitioning, but yet so, literally but like, vote against youth that so, are her so start, or were in her position. Start where she first began. Oh, it surely was, will do. She initially, oh, you know, she, okay. she grew up as a as a young boy okay uh and her family thought she was lazy her older sister thought she was lazy he struggled to read uh, eventually he was diagnosed with uh with dyslexia and i'm going to say he because that's how he identified at, at that point yeah. that's fair uh, i think and, that's fine and at age 10 though he remembered like sne- sneaking so just let me pause on this dyslexia stuff because uh this is kind of cited from uh, not kind of it's cited from uh, the vanity fair uh, article so when caitlin came out as transgender like after this big interview that we're talking about this moment in history, a few months later, she was a, she appeared on the cover of Vanity Fair. And so there's a big article about it. And so that's where a lot of this information that I will talk about comes from, as well as other interviews and whatnot that I've, uh, I kind of researched. But anyways, uh, in that in that article, Vanity Fair article, talks about like there was a bit of struggle because um, uh, Caitlin had an older sister and uh as a young boy caitlin was like was couldn't read couldn't read very well her older sister noticed that just thought she was a dumb boy parents were like what's wrong with this kid and finally after a bit of fits and take was caitlin was diagnosed with dyslexia uh and it and so that was kind of a a thing uh you imagine being as a kid thinking like thinking whoa i can't read people think i'm stupid and then just thought maybe God was playing a trick on 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 her, mm-hmm. and then at age oh, d- dyslexia. Yes, it's dyslexia. It's like okay. yes, and then at age like then other things were happening. You know, Caitlin was having other feelings, um, and remembers at age ten, well, all the way back to age ten, that remembers sneaking into his mother's closet and sister's closet and putting on a dress maybe mm. or two, or wearing their scarf, but was just fascinated by it all. Um, but always scared that someone's gonna find out and you know didn't realize at the time that you know this boy woman to come to be woman was <laughs> was had gender dysphoria yes um, Chris oh yes as uh, classroom teacher um, <laughs> I was caught a aka also uh, famously wore skirts and dresses famously and wore famously, famously. Famous, this picture oh. famously this, wore ma- a lot of pictures um and no where's one of those uh like i understand that people recognize that they are trans from a young age i knew i was gay from a young age uh but i was i like i also wore like dresses and skirts like there's a lot of uh, pictures of me and my dog that i was uh that i had like wearing dresses and whatnot i was intrigued by the like reading this like different accounts too uh of caitlin being interviewed and describing childhood but it was always like, like this fascination of being like um in women's clothing yeah, okay. and and the feeling the sensations like yeah. i don't know if you felt that it's one thing to be like oh i'm gonna try no, I think, attention, but, I think. yeah so and that's that's what to me is is the different yeah. yeah um and you know Again, at age 10, remembers wearing these, you know, his sister and mom's clothing, but didn't really talk about it until, like, his first wife. So he's born in, in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, 
or was growing up in the 50s rather and you know you didn't talk about that you didn't no. have any transgender role models you didn't have a caitlin gender a gender a caitlin jenner or a uh laverne cox right uh uh growing great, up right you didn't have a, a youtube name. name that's a great caitlin name. Jinder. you didn't have you didn't have people that you could look up to so in the in the 50s when you're growing up can you imagine like you just feel you're already a kid that's been like yeah described as Ostracized, dumb because you yeah. can't read yeah. uh and then you're like wow i actually also like wearing girls Let clothing me, yeah and it yeah. kept that kept that inside him until um until he didn't tell anyone about it until he, his first wife uh christy who he married in the late 60s and 70s um and so um yeah just i i found that fascinating as a child like to realize that at that such young age, you you, you rem- remember that distinct, like you remember wearing girls, women's clothing, but also remember the sensation it provided you. Well, so. I mean, I rem- remember my first crush, third grade. Aww. I was, what, eight, se- seven, eight? I felt it was like, I like that boy fully, like in my mind, like I want to be his uh, work partner. I like not not even like we're like friends. I feel like I am uh, like I want to be with him. Like I want to not be away from him. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Tell us more. What do you mean by that? Uh, He wanted help sharpen his pencil. No, like yeah, like I want like be <laughs> like I didn't want anyone else to be working with him. It was like a defensive action. Like I was attracted to him. I liked him. Uh, oh. I wanted to help him. Like it was, it was like, oh, it was, it was like a bond. Like I wanted to like keep going with him. You know, <laughs> I, I like, and like that's where you recognize the idea of attraction. It's yeah. Like, well, I was attracted to him yeah. without realizing I was attracted. Like I was, yeah, eight, I understand. Like Same. seven, like yeah. And the thing is, like interesting because you know, there's all these questions. Like when you're, <clears throat> at least according to the articles I've read about and other transgender folks we've talked about, there's always this fascination of what their genitalia is and how they have sex. And you know, Caitlin said like having sex like is. No, you know if there's the, the top the if the top is. ten things uh, that you're worried about uh, when you're transitioning, sex is not on in the top ten. Yeah. So it's just an interesting like there's like I don't know. I mean, I, to hear Caitlin's story and the person who wrote the Vanity Fair article was like the uh, journalist for thirty plus years. This was the most fascinating story he's ever told. So I, I, mean, I found that interesting because and I'll, we'll talk about it a little bit because. You know, Caitlin kept this 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 secret about like dressing in women's clothing for a long, long time, and actually kind of found her way into a safe space space because she found herself excelling in in sports. She played football and basketball and water skied and became <clears throat> very popular in school because she was she was such a gifted athlete. She's good, <clears throat> and and it actually because she was so good at athletics and, and gained popularity, was winning competitions, uh, it, it, it was proving his masculinity. So uh, Caitlyn didn't feel like she was, you know, Caitlyn, she felt like she was Bruce, Bruce Jenner, right? Uh, yeah. um, and so uh, and so that was like reaffirming, like, okay, well, I'm not, and I'm not, that's, these are just 
thoughts in my head like i am i'm bruce jenner a man but again knew there was something the whole time going on different so um we'll see bruce because i haven't even called him bruce but you know it doesn't go by bruce she goes by caitlin now uh but played football in college but was injured and then you know kind of kind of waded through this injury and then there was a coach from college that invited um jenner to train in the decathlon which is a uh, 10 field uh, a 10 event track and field event so uh decathlon is a 100 meter 400 meter 1500 meter 110 meter hurdle long jump high jump pole vault another jump another, another jump, jump no no sleep, sleep. no sleep but <laughs> club another club oh, discus yay. throw javelin throw and shot discus put. All these events. So if you ever competed in this event and you were actually successful, you were like known as a super athlete. Um, And so, I get it. So, so, so Bruce, Caitlin was like, started like actively getting involved in this and like really kind of like found it, um, their space in this. A niche. A niche. And then ultimately, like, was working, like, got uh, selected to uh, compete in the 1972 Olympics. Um, and finished tenth, tenth place. in the tenth competition. Yes. Um, felt a little like defeated, like, but you know, was like, okay, I'm gonna let this keep going. And so, but uh, they didn't let their spirit like get drained from it. Uh, rather than was, uh, Caitlin just decided like, I'm going to keep training. I'm gonna, I'm going to pers- persist. I'm gonna make something of this. So after that, 1972, like ten, you know. 10th place, you know, placing, um, turned into this like eight hour a day, seven day a week practice training. That's a lot. So from 1972 until 1976, when she competed in the Olympics again, she was, she was training eight hours a day. Uh It's a full time fucking job. Can you imagine eight no, hours? No, that's I, one thing to be like. I go run for thirty minutes, three no, times a week. No, eight no. hours eight a day, hours. seven days a week. And you, your house is monitored. I went to uh, a friend's house when I lived at A and M. A friend's friend's house, and she was a swimmer for the Mexican Mexican Olympic swim team. And because she didn't qualify for the the U.S. team, but uh, she did qualify for the uh, Olympic Mexican team. And she literally only had like greens, greens, greens. And it was like labeled. This is what I'm doing. Like uh, fully, like this is my list of like, mm. here are the only things I'm allowed to do. Like we were, we came to her house after we had had like brunch or something like that. So we had like mimosas and she was like, and she was with us and she didn't have any of that. And we went back to her and she was like, we're going to go back to my house before we go anywhere else because I have to pick something up. Because she had to eat. Because she didn't, she didn't eat anything when she was with us. It was all, like, prescribed. This is what you have. This is, like, labeled. Here, you're, like, I opened her fridge. It was, like, here are vegetables. Here are vegetables. Here, here's meat. Here is, a, like, you, But you got to think about it. Like, that's I mean, some dedication. Like, I mean, dedication. Some, in, it's in a some, 10. In some instances, like, you compete, you compete in your first Olympics and you're, like, well, it's just an honor to be here. And you can be uh-huh. tenth, and you're like, oh, well, that sucks. But to go, like, leave, like, basically the next day, and like, okay, I'm going to double down, and I'm going to I'm gonna medal. 
and to yeah. to for the next four years again eight hours a day every day come like practice as and your it, work and it paid work. and it paid off uh because in 1976 <clears throat> the like the uh summer olympics in montreal uh bruce jenner Caitlin set a world record in the decathlon and won the gold medal on July 30th, 1976, age 26. Uh, was actually one of the few gold medalists from the U.S. at that time and the only one uh, in the track and field uh, competitions that was a, an American that won a gold medal. Um, if you think about it, though, like what was going on, this is 1976. So the U.S. is just coming out of Vietnam. There's all this like Cold War drama with the Soviets and East Germany. So to win a gold medal in the Olympics was like a big deal. It wasn't just like, oh, it wasn't just like someone, some track star won a gold medal. This was like, the, a, like that was a political action. And there yeah. was no like we didn't get distracted a, yeah. by the Internet. Like this was like, oh, my gosh, America won. And Bruce <laughs> Jenner being a 6'2 man, 194 pounds, again, a decathlon athlete. So like you are running your you've got muscles because you're doing shot put and all these things you are super muscular and so he looked apart he was a, like the gold medalist who beat the russians beat the germans like and so america kind of gravitated to him when he won that award yeah and I that, yeah. probably more so than he anticipated um definitely more so than he anticipated and uh like the new york times at the time was uh, was saying like he could be a movie like right after he won it could be a movie or tv star anything he wants uh but the one thing he couldn't be of course was a what woman wow. um which was what it's he kind was of sad it, no it's very sad like i mean we're gonna get to where we're not happy so let's take a yeah happy with her so, I mean, but it's kind of sad to think that, like, that, but again, it all comes back to my confusion. Like, this is what, you know, we started the, the episode talking about trans athletes. Like, you, you experience what they're experiencing, and you're going to hold them back from that. Yeah. And I don't understand that. Okay, go on. That's just me. Okay. No, but he was, like, Aside. hailed as there's, a hero. There's like, a lot to talk about. It's just, it's so... Like, history when we get yeah. to a point in history that they are allowing us mm. a hero he's on a wheaties box he's offered broadcasting jobs uh he tries out for the role of superman in the 80s oh. he's earning half a million dollars you know after the olympics with all these endorsements tropicana so orange juice he's giving speeches across the country and mm. he like despite all that he knew he was living a lie he would wow. see himself in the mirror this muscular fit man and he was like this is disgusting because he knew that he wanted to be he a wanted, woman yeah uh he didn't see a hunk or a super athlete or success all he saw was this what the words quoted from the vanity fair article was stupid little boy with dyslexia so Aww. he's won the gold medal he's he's come back from defeat uh after like a 10th place uh finish in the 1972 olympics to defy all odds and like break a record in the 1976 elections uh elections olympics <laughs> the um american people love him he's a hero and he's, he had he's a, a full life, a full life, super little boy with dyslexia. Is how he views himself, because all he knew that he was actually he was a he had been a girl, like he knew that he was a girl, and uh, he was just trying to pull a fast one on the world, like by doing all of this stuff. Um, he'd been married uh, three times. So his first wife, Christy, I mentioned earlier, uh, he confessed to her. 
uh, early on after she noticed that uh, her bra had a rubber band attached to the hook of her bra. And uh, she was like, what's going on? And first he denied it and said, well, yeah, I've been wearing your clothes. Um, and they actually had two children. Um, and both times, the first child, he has said, have an, you maybe you want to have an abortion. Uh, and uh, she wound up having the baby, obviously. Uh, they raised the started raising the child and then they got pregnant again uh he separated with his, his wife christy when she was pregnant with the second child Ooh. also was like well maybe you want to get an abortion she didn't and uh, yeah they wound up getting a divorce um but yeah married Bro- brody and are you trying <coughs> to think are his you... kids are bert cassandra brandon and brody those Bert. were the those were the first four. Bert. Yeah, <laughs> and then he had the other. He had Hebrew. two more with, uh, was like, with none, Chris. None of those three Ken, are the ones I counted. Kendall and Kylie. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I was like, Jesus he Christ! Children. He's. I was like one, two. She's. But he also like there. just kind of like, and so he told Christy again that that he was dressing in women's clothing and had these things. Uh, these fantasies or these ideas of like being a woman um like seven months later after he after he divorced christy he married another woman named linda uh who he met at the playboy mansion i just say that just because it's like a you know you have this person who's now caitlin who was meeting women at the playboy mansion but still Um, well i mean fulfilling the life being forced to let yeah. or like was expected an American of. hero yeah right yeah uh you meet at the playboy mansion she was a songwriter so side note she was the she co-wrote the song i have nothing made by whitney houston <gasps> oh, famous by whitney yes. houston um but yeah just a few months after divorcing Christy, they appeared on the cover of playgirl yeah. which at playgirl's not like oh yay woman it's basically a gay mag yeah it's, yeah playboy playgirl, playgirl. Like girl met, is met, play met girl Linda is for- at the Playboy Mansion. They appeared on Play Girl. girl. He talks about how masculine he is and how they have he and Linda have a healthy sex life. Um, so it was just an interesting thing. But he did tell her about his gender dysphoria, uh, and they divorced because she could she couldn't deal with it. She said, "I married a man, and I couldn't couldn't deal a with man. him trying to be yeah. a woman." Um, and so he started the like spiral after the second divorce. He started to lose his desire to work. He didn't have any motivation. Um, his networking job from was he was a anchor at ABC, mm-hmm. moved to NBC, a sports anchor for, to NBC. His contract was not renewed. Um, his movie career that they thought was going to happen didn't really happen. Um, and he starts to like lean into his trans identity a bit more. He starts dressing as a woman. Um, like under his clothes, so like he's anchoring and wearing the suits, uh, but he's wearing a, a bra, women's clothing under his suit. Um, mm. He wore pantyhose and bra just to feel wow. the sensation yeah. of his gender identity. Yeah. Uh, in the 80s, he went on hormones and had his beard removed and plastic surgery on his nose. <gasps> and his son, Brody, who was only four at the time, noticed uh, and told his mom, like, daddy's got boobs, he said, because he started taking, again, hormones. Um, but he stopped transitioning in 1990 because uh, he was the rumors were starting to like yeah. to circulate that hey what's going on and he was scared of the reaction and felt guilty about what it could do to his kids yeah yeah um, okay and but you know all the while like again in addition so this to being is 80s 90s yes 90s yeah and you know that's you, a lot I mean they're early that, you're they're transgender early you're, yeah no but like that like le- no. 
I was gonna say it leads you to be to feel bad. Well, you can. You can feel bad. But Chris, things can be complicated. This is why I like. I, I thought this was an yes, interesting yeah. story because you know it's not like I mean we can have all the things we want to say about Caitlin, uh, but Caitlin's story is a is a unique one. Caitlin is seventy. You can. Two, Two. 73, 73. You can feel empathy. You don't have to feel sympathy. That's the difference. I am. You, you, I, yeah. I, well, because I, I, no, it's we'll the talk, whole separate we'll talk, from separate. We'll talk, we'll okay, talk, we'll okay, okay, let, okay. Let shut up, Dusty. Finish. No, no, Chris I'm is saying, saying, shut up, No, 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 I never watched uh, uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. No, I, I did. Um, so I never saw Caitlyn as Bruce, but you know, apparently Bruce was likable. You know, again, all American yeah. gold medalist. Well, on the show, he present he what well, he present goofy. A little he was bit. yeah, he was the normal one, like the average one you could relate to when you're surrounded by Chris Jenner and all the all her kids with him well her with fucking the, the two the, the three Kardashians and then the two Jenners let were all like fame and doing all this he was like the down to earth one that was like hey maybe we don't need to be spending a million dollars on clothes like he was the relatable normal average joe person is how which it is was. interesting because uh when he marries chris like he's like chris jenner didn't have the money. No, like she, she was trying to make. She actually yeah. helped revive his career because his career was a little bit. She spiraling. was hustling. Like Chris or she Bruce, knew. Caitlin yeah. was able to. She's get a by monitor. because she had this. Caitlin Bruce had this this charm about like again mm-hmm. gold medalist, a sweet little goofy like fun person to be around, like kind of down to earth. But it was always surface level because again. She was trying to hide who she was. Like she didn't want people to know. Like, hey, you see me as a man, this muscular gold medalist, but I'm a woman deep down. Chris Jenner has always been a person who knows exactly what the fuck she's. Well, doing. that that's what he, he like. He married Chris like in, okay. in, in an attempt to uh, Chris Jenner or Chris Kardashian in an attempt Chris to Edition. in 1991 and an attempt to build his credibility and stop the rumors that were circulating about. Because that was after the OJ trial where her well, ex-husband... No, it, was, it was before. Like, they were before, already... Before, okay. Yeah, 91. Mm-hmm. OJ trial was, like, in 95. But they were set up by a mutual friend. At first, you know, Bruce was not interested in, in, in that because uh, Chris Kardashian was known as, a you know, a stylish and a shopper in Beverly Hills. And so Bruce was mm. like, this is a money-hungry person. Uh but then they were like, oh, and she's got four kids. And he was like, well, you know, we've got similar baggage. Like, they've got, she's got kids, <laughs> I've got kids. And they met and hit her off immediately and married after seven months of dating. Um, but yeah, Chris basically, Chris, uh, Chris Kardashian basically said, hey, um, once she got got involved in Bruce's life, mm-hmm. like started shedding off the his... his uh, his support crew, like his handlers, if you yeah. will, and started taking over his not take. I don't mean in a bad way. Taking yeah, over but his like, career, yeah, but like, yeah, as, okay, as, as, as a as a partner would, as a partner, yeah. Well, no, yeah. as a partner would, she wanted one could look at it, devil's advocate, as she wanted the best for him. If I mean, if he really was serious about having a successful career in that arena. All those hangers on her, you, she probably yeah. viewed them as that, and she probably yeah. she could do it for yes. 
free and then they would have more benefits to reap yeah i know i know people i can connect you exactly yeah. there's a lot going for you bruce you should you know i know do guy. all this like go to these speaking engagements i can arrange them for you uh do this she helped them land an infomercial on various fitness products um yeah did the financial benefits help her absolutely and what bruce and caitlin eventually realize is that well, maybe because once Keeping Up with the Kardashians started to take off mm-hmm. and Chris was in, very involved in getting highly paid for all of that, um, their, their marriage started to yeah. struggle a little bit. And uh, Caitlin was like, well, maybe she realized she didn't need me because she had money on her yeah. own. And so I wasn't as important. And so that was a bit of a strain on, on, their, um, on their marriage because that was a big turning point. Um, uh, uh, Caitlin claims that like, um, oh, so so let me fast forward. So they're in their their marriage starts to struggle, but also this this concept of this of Caitlin's gender identity starts to emerge too during wow. their marriage. Um, Caitlin maintains that in the early 1990s, she told her that uh, she was experiencing some of this, um, but Chris says I don't ever remember hearing anything about that. Um, well, Caitlin says I was just, because she was going through hormone yeah. treatment in the eighties, uh, and apparently, like if you go through hormone treatment and you start getting breasts, like you can't undo that. So yeah. Caitlin says, "Hey, I was a pretty much a solid B cup." And Chris Jenner says, well, "Or Chris Kardashian? Car- she Jenner? Chris, what Jenner. is she Jenner? Kardashian? Kardashian Jenner." Um, yeah. Says basically, like, "Well, I just thought it was man boob," <laughs> and so uh, I don't know which I'm like. Me, uh, but yeah, um, oh, so that's yeah. not small. Yeah, so that's not small. So Chris was like, That's I like, was never aware that was, there was a gender issue and doesn't remember seeing, him, uh, you know, her husband cross-dressed or anything like that. So, um, yeah, so that was started to emerge. And then eventually they but said, he, sorry, go ahead. I was like, I feel like he uh, outwardly said I cross-dressed. He did, but constantly. Well, well, Chris says she did not like see that in the course of their marriage. Like there may have been some signs, like women's clothing, like draped, like and randomly left. But so she's that like, means she, she just ignored she's it. Ignoring I guess. it, yes. Well, exactly. but also at that point, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about Chris for what everybody believes her to be, that's an image thing. She's not going to say, yeah. No. I, she's going to. One Do, would think play this off as like the. Innocent, unsuspecting, shocked, yet supportive. Yeah, and the baby is paid by her PR director. Exactly. So she's 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 not dumb. Correct. And that's what the that's why she has her money. All that entire empire came from literally a sex tape. So Mm -hmm. like all that it's all branding. It's all branding. They have come from y'all wanting to know about a life of no one. Of importance, period. And poor Ray J, where is he? Uh-huh. Nobody Literally. talks about him. So every single person attached to that show <laughs> that you allow importance yeah. is given importance. And here we are talking about this person who is what stage three of this <laughs> importance somehow. Yes, and they are now apparently political influence for all that though you know they divorced in 2020 uh 2013 uh after 23 years of marriage and no lawyers were involved so be yeah do you know there are some 
solid agreements there's, and there was some head sh- nods because and Chris probably had a shit ton of things against it was probably Bruce mutual well, and like Caitlin. and he there yeah. was a, I mean when yeah. you're and there's probably sure. enough recorded and seen that they knew about each other I think and there was too much about Chris uh, about Bruce trying to transition and Caitlin being angry about it and there was too much of well, and, and the links that that everybody would go to for their fame. Correct. So I mean, they they knew Correct. that 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 was in both of their best interests. They did. They it was did it was a it was a it was a I scratch your back. We'll yeah. yeah. And after yeah. they separated, uh, Caitlyn started living on her own. Started living as a woman, but was not enough. Like so, Caitlyn would like dress up. Like there was one account where uh, her sons from a previous marriage mm-hmm. were like, oh, they were on, in the water because lived, Caitlyn lived on the beach, and so. They were in the water. They were like, it was early morning and they were coming back to the, the house. And then they saw their, their dad, uh, who they knew as Bruce, like dressed in, in a dress and earrings. And they're like, we got to go. Not because they were ashamed of like their dad dressed as a woman, but because they were like, they didn't want to embarrass Caitlin for like, oh, yeah. you're, this is your moment and we are involved. So. But she started living as a woman, like, in private, I guess, but it was not enough. And so um, Caitlin was concerned about, like, I, I need to do more, but I, what about my kids? Especially, you know, Chris and the other one. Kendall. Kendall. Uh, I should remember that Kendall. name. Chris, Kim, Chloe. Chris and Kendall, yeah. Courtney. Courtney. Those aren't his kids. Kendall, no. No, his, no it's Kendall, Kendall and, and Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Kendall and Kylie. You would think I would remember the name Kendall. It's five. <laughs> Kendall. <laughs> They're um, case. Yes, Kendall that's and Kylie are his. Yes. And, and Chloe, Courtney, Chloe are, and are from our Robert yeah. Kardashians. I mean, so Kendall and Kylie have these huge, this again, 2020. 2013, 2014. They're, they're just big, big names, like big endorsements, big things coming. He's like, I can't do this, but he realized, like, I got to do this. So, felt once they were old enough, they were buying their own houses, million dollar houses, like, I can <laughs> you do know, this. You know, when they were like oh, six, oh, they're 16. My parents were like, can you afford a car? No, I can't. Thank you. So, decided, decided to undergo the, the transition and started trachea shaving. Uh, oh. uh, in December 2013, TMZ caught wind of it and was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And it was like, "Ah, oh, don't talk to me." TMZ does the And most. then started to go through Facebook. I used to watch TMZ Ooh. all the. T- Sorry, I got close to me. <laughs> I used to watch TMZ all the time, and I f- fucking loved it. It, it is the, very it interesting. Like best thing. It is very like, interesting. I like understand from an outsider that. It is very bad because they they get in they get in. But basis. but in their defense, but, you put you put yourself out there. I mean, you know that is no, a downside. No. Look at you, devil! I know, damn. but you know that's a downside. So you bad. cannot want. It, 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 there's but like, but like, it's the flip side of the coin. There I is know what you're always, saying, a but also flip sometimes side. I see TMZ doing their things, and I'm like. Your... TMC does nothing that like the Inquirer didn't do in the eighties. It's yep. just that they have you're the right, internet. Right. They're right. still they're still doing their stalking. They're using their cameras. They're they're the behind UND. the bush at the at the clinic. Like sometimes I'm like ooh, 
But like, as I said, I'm like, oh, thank you, Team Z, for telling me Dirty about this thing that I'm supposed to know. Sorry. <laughs> so Caitlin starts to go through facial reconstruction surgery, mm-hmm. and it's like in the transition, is kind of feeling all of it, like you know, all the impact. You think about getting facial reconstruction surgery, trachea shaving, like you're swollen, you're at ice packs, you got lots. I barely of pain. can understand you're, sinus. Pain. You're taking medication, and the uh, Caitlin started experiencing it. things she had mm-hmm. never experienced yeah. before. Think about it. <laughs> Caitlin was a Olympic athlete, two times, tenth place, gold medalist, trained all the time, and then for the first time in her life, experienced panic attacks. Panic attacks because she was like, "What's going?" Because she was like, "What did I just do? Did I? What did I just do to myself?" Like she had this like. Well, this is not something that's yeah. That's nothing to sneeze about. Overwhelming feeling like I just like did all of this to my body like um and immediately they they called. Caitlin and her, her handlers or people called the counselor to come and talk to Caitlin. It's like, well, I mean, for anybody, it would be like that. But the average person doesn't put in 40 years of high endurance training to maintain a physical thing that's inobtainable for most of the population. Yep. And the people who have uh, gravitated toward this idea of who they are, uh, are not immediately like, what the fuck did I do? It's like, uh, it's like, I spent 20 years understanding who I am. Let me take a next step. Okay, no. Well, I mean, so the counselor okay, maintains, okay, okay. like, hey, this is like human nature to like quickly second guess, but you get over it. Maybe some of it's due to the medication you're taking because of all the pain you're in, like the pain med- mm-hmm. medication. But like, today, Shortly after that incident, like Caitlin has no no remorse. Like there's no buyer's remorse. No more thoughts of what did I do. Like, but there was that moment of like, yeah, like you just changed your your whole being. Everything, you yeah. Are. Um, but uh, but really, like, felt strongly about what she did. Like, this is the right thing to do because she what she said is like she didn't want to have any regrets on her deathbed. Um, so TMZ starts to break the story. Uh, ahead of what Caitlin was trying to do because she wanted to talk to her children in advance. Um, so TMZ is breaking the story. They're like, hey, we're going to go t- tell this. So Caitlin had to go talk to her, her all of her children, uh, what, six children, one by one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But they were all very supportive. Like most, all the children had never been more proud of of, uh, of their mom or dad. Uh, even though they still see him as dad, they totally respect that, you know, their dad is now Caitlin. Um what Caitlin said is that she started to go through this transition. Like Bruce was always telling lies. Caitlin doesn't have any lies. And um, I Ka- can, I, I think everybody, I think that's a very related, that's a good comment, a good uh, quote. That, I mean, that, that's a good quote to relate to. I mean, because, I mean, I can relate to that whole, like, you've spent all this life, and then finally you're, you're able to just say, Oh wow! I'm there, free. there are there's you know everything about me. There's nothing yep. you don't know. That's got to be a, a release of freedom. Well, that's part of it. Like, yeah. So she had a bad relationship with her the children, the four children she had in the prior two marriages. Oh, did miss graduations, miss birthdays, uh, and she felt that you know obviously that some of what impacted that was her like her 
like her struggle with her gender identity. Yeah. And so felt that those lies impacted her relationship with her children, but believes yes. that the new identity will help bridge a new relationship with the children. So she saw this as, transition, as not start, only yeah. like a new chapter for herself, yeah, like, but a new chapter for her children. You've also been a relationship of what you, what you want. Like, I, like here I am as a thirty-year-old person. If I came out now, I'd be like, "Mom, how dare you do and say all these things?" Now, like, I hold my friends and family accountable from what they said when I came out to them, and that's it. Like, we, I have plenty of experiences of those people who have said things beforehand, and I understand what they said and why they said things. But we all grow. It's like we get to a point that you have to make the the exchange. Yes, uh, I think that's what the children were trying to do. They were like, "Hey, like it's a different like." Dad was going through some stuff. Yeah. Um, now mm. she's better. She she's she feels more comfortable in her skin and we're going to support her and bad things happened. We have to like, we can either be mad about all those bad things or we can say, wow, I didn't realize this person was going through so much stuff. Now they've come to terms with that crisis they were having within themselves and make now they've reconciled that and let's let's try to make a better relationship because that was a different person that the one that's standing in front of me today. I don't, like, I don't want anyone to have to believe that when you're, like, angry about a certain position, you can change and make things to a point that you get to a point that you are okay with a certain position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, time happens, right? Your time episodes. happens. Um, so we're in 2014, lots of speculation, the photos are being snapped to Jenner, and they, again, neck in the bandage from the tracheal shave, people are, paparazzi's asking, are you a woman yet? Do you have a penis? Uh, and yeah, all these questions are coming out, and finally, again, the moment in history that we're talking about from this week in LGBT Woo! history, uh, Caitlyn Jenner has the interview on, uh, on ABC with Diane Sawyer. Uh, where she declares, for all intents and purposes, I am a woman. People look at me differently. They see me in this. They see this macho male, but this female side is part of me. It's who I am. I was not genetically born that way. Uh, You know, it was interesting in this interview because Diane Sawyer, like, referred to Caitlyn as Bruce, even though Caitlyn was now identifying as Caitlyn Marie Jenner, yeah. um, often uh, the pr- the pronoun he was 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 th- uh, was thrown out, and to to some extent Bruce was in- Caitlyn was encouraging the the pronoun he, um, but uh, but yeah, uh, Caitlyn had declared that she'd been undergoing hormone therapy for a year and a half, and uh, had not made up her mind about reassignment surgery. Um, but yeah, this, this was a big, like, I think I, 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 I was trying to like play back, but maybe I've slept a few nights. Maybe I've had a bottle of wine or two. <laughs> I hope you slept him, a few nights. But <laughs> I thought there were some watch parties cause this was a Friday night. 16.9 million look. people watched this, this, um, but I thought at the gay bars, there might've been some viewing parties of, of Caitlin coming out on this, this, um, iconic 
interview I with Diane Sawyer. I thought before the pandemic, yes? yes. yes. It's 2015. Uh, 15, honey. Oh, okay. Way before. Mm, I I remember it. I was not out. I so I I remember it was so I, I mean so that was kind of thing I would read on the DL on the on the Googles. The Googles. I wouldn't have watched it. Yeah. And you're like, well, this is interesting. Well, see, Let I was a, read about uh, college okay. student. I do remember Caitlin coming out when I was a college student. And it really was like, oh, look, yes, okay, yes, queen. Yeah, I Love remember you're a like, lot. You're like, I was yes. in college, I'm like, I had three kids. A lot of the kids. LGBTQ no. community wasn't very receptive. <laughs> well, because they thought that this would be... A monumental moment. A monumental yeah, this would be, this would be, well, this is, this is the big name that's gonna, that's gonna bring us to life, Take that's us. gonna advocate for us, that's gonna be the, the champion for the underdog. This was the, and like, the underdog is the trans Caitlin people. was the most high, high, like, high profile transgender person that had ever come out. Exactly. I mean, it was getting, like, when that interview happened with Diane Sawyer, all these tweets were happening from Lady Gaga, Miley Cyrus, Oprah Winfrey, Jimmy Fallon, like, Seven hundred. And like, now look, Lady Gaga's completely has a new bar- barista there because of it. She's she became a barista. Nearly seventeen million people watched this 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 interview, right? Um, and like, uh, one random side note was just like, uh, acquired one over a million followers in a four hour period, uh, which the that was a world record. Like only Barack Obama had broken. Uh, like had established rather uh, previously. So I mean, it was a big deal when she she came out. D- um, yeah. And you know, at the time, seven hundred thousand transgender women and men living in the in just kind of in the, in the shadows, like no one's paying attention. So to have this former, finally, yeah, like, American, and not just a trans. I, I I mean, like you can't go from like like a complete one eighty more than that. I mean, you're you're thinking like you said, like the complete American ideal male athlete. You've been on TV. You've been and then, on radio. Exactly. You were and literally like, like, you were the athlete, face of... You were an American hero. Exactly. Okay. You were the yes. face of masculinity for decades. Russia. Like, it's... Yeah. And all sorts of, like, awards followed. Teen Choice Awards, Social Media Queen, Top Woman of the Year from... Like, one of the Top Women of the Year from Glamour, one of the... Uh, made the Entertainer of the Year list from Entertainment Weekly, one of the most fascinating persons... Persons of 2015 from Barbara Walters, Walters. Time 100 from the 2016. Um, like everyone was excited. Like uh, Caitlin says, she was getting letters on on the daily from transgender women and men saying thank you so much for what you did. Um, she was telling her story. She was on Vanity Fair. Like had a cover. Like Annie Leibovitz did the. Yeah, the, it was. Um, it, it, it was a massive part. Like I remember when I came out in college. She probably was like a massive, like, this is a person of, like, massive notoriety that is out being themselves. And, like, mind you, I'm just gay. I'm not trans and not part of her community. But, like, that was, like, a massive, like, this is a person that is important to a lot of people. Yeah. Reality TV show, I Am Kate, which got... 2.7 2.7 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was the same producers that keep keeping up with Kardashians. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it was just, just like it was. People wanted to watch. Had a memoir, um, and yeah. And now Caitlyn is a Republican. 
identifies as socially liberal, fiscally conservative. Uh, talks about her, 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 her friends who uh, don't want to what park their airplanes near uh, like people criminals. who are trans. Yeah, I don't know. I I got I I mean for all the sad story that uh, Caitlin has gone through and all the good she did for our country with getting a gold medal. I don't agree with her now, her positions. I do maintain... No, but she says she's so so liberal. It's fine, right? Yeah, so 2022, we talked about this previously. Uh, There was a swimmer, Leah Uh Leah Thomas, who was the first transgender NCAA champion in Division I history, Um, a transgender woman, uh, won, and a lot of news about it. Uh, Ultimately, the, the, the federal... Uh, not federal, but the the sports authority that voted to restrict participation of transgender athletes in women's competition. Uh, they said, you know, male to female transgender athletes are are eligible to complete compete in women's comp- competitions only if they have not experienced any part of male puberty. Uh, and Caitlin says, I think that's very good. She said, I have been on this issue from the beginning, which to her point, I do think she has been very consistent. Uh, okay, fair. That, that she does not think biological boys should be competing against women, especially in school. Um, so she does. She is be, a biological boy. She says, but I. But she's like, hey, I competed as a boy with other boys. I didn't try to compete as a woman against and, other boys. Now, I'm not saying I agree with her. I, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I, I agree with Thomas, not Kayla. I see she, she's backing up her history, which, okay, I understand that. But it's what, well, I'm sure we'll get to later. Like, she's saying, I did it, you can too. But at the same time, where my my confusion comes in is like you're saying, she was already saying at nine, eight, nine, ten. She kn- so like she knew she was why trans she, at yeah, this eight. Yeah, yeah. Why would you not want that? somebody to not she do knew your struggle? She was trans the, the young it's, ages. It's that whole I want better for my kids. Don't you want better for your 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 com- next generation of the community? Yep. Okay, sorry. Go. Yeah, no, I agree. I uh, I mean. I don't have much more to say because she, she these these are the kind of the final points. I'm like there was a compelling story about her transition and then like it felt, yeah. for me and I'm trying to like I want to end where I ended because I'm like the other notes I have is like oh you know she says the trans community is oversaturated. Um, she yeah. has been not for Trump but allied with Trump and ultimately just, she will declare that she's not a Trump supporter. But um, because she says Trump didn't follow through, she, I mean, there are tweets where she's calling out Trump for not following through on his commitment to okay. fight for the LGBTQ but, community. But she's also not pro-trans, uh, at least trans children competing in sports and with in the in the no, sport with which they pro-trans people supporting sports. She literally is anti-trans. She is quote tweeted. Trans people competing in, in any yeah. sports. Uh, it's like you are a trans person who, who is was an athlete and who is a, an, an Olympic, Olympic athlete. athlete who is anti trans people in your sport. You are a trans human being. Why are you? What? What? Who? What? Who? What? What? Who? Who? Uh, who, uh, oh, who? 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 I am literally am so like I cannot 
stand Caitlyn Jenner because I am so upset with the idea that she came in strong and said, I am an Olympic athlete. I did this stuff. I'm a trans person. It must be worth noting she tried to run for governor and talked about running for Senate. It's not worth noting. Um, so, <laughs> was a transgender no. person running for Senate in California? That's a big deal. Or running for governor. She didn't, she was not successful in any of her bids, Probably. but she talked about it. I I um listen, I've never like the only thing I I don't know uh, Caitlyn Jenner as an Olympic athlete. Um, I don't remember that. I, contrary to my husband saying, you were born in the 70s. I uh, was not born in 1976. It's a so I don't know the Olympic athlete that is Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner. Um, I, and so when, when Caitlyn came, Bruce and Caitlyn came back into the sphere, they were it was in Keeping Up with Kardashians. <laughs> I've never seen that show, so I don't know what that show's about. I don't know Caitlyn from that world, so I got I don't have a lot of opinions other than like I didn't like that show. I didn't like what it said about our 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 state of of entertainment. So I got nothing. Like I I don't know. I just don't have. I just wanted to. Provide the story of the transgender, like the yeah. Bruce to Caitlyn Olympic athlete, and because uh, we've talked plenty about Caitlyn's yeah. journey in the last recent years and how it's not been helpful. So I just my thing is is people. like I, I I'm conf- I think what I'm conflicted I guess is a good word because like you want to empathize and understand her and the plight. That is relatable, but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, where we are now is not where we thought we'd be with her. Right. And Great. that's my thing is like, there was, and so like for us, we can see it was a failed potential. You, you, you could have done this. You could have been the voice for this. And like, as disappointed and confused as I am, I'm like, what am I, if, if I'm, if, what if I were trans and I knew like my age like, think of the confusion, like, wait, I thought you, now I'm not, now, like, that's a, such a mixed signal, and if you look back, and like, on history, if you're a teenager that doesn't know who Bruce Jenner was, because you might not, or you only know it from the Kardashians, what is that saying to these kids that, that are looking for role models that they need to look to, you know, and you're like, oh, well, this is a person. Oh, wait, but wait, they don't support me now. You know, I don't, I just, that's, I don't, I don't get how it equates. And I can see, I guess I understand mentally what she says about like, oh, you know, at that age there, but at the same time, you knew at that age. So you, it's, it's double talk to me. And that's like, you can't say, oh, well, you know, you don't, that's so young, but you knew at that age. And if you were 10 now, wouldn't you want that? I mean, right. so is she's saying then if she were 10 now, she would want her parents to continue to treat her the way she was treated in the 50s. 
Yeah. And I, I don't I don't understand that. That's like how are you, you despite so, saying she was depressed. Exactly. The, the harm it caused. You would want to go through all that again if you didn't have to. And four children. Exactly. And, you know, but, uh, but, yeah. You told uh, in an entire what three, four, five decades of yeah. your life that you were miserable. You wished you were a woman. You wished you had uh, the ability to represent yourself the way you wanted to be a person. Yeah. And now you're saying on literal national television, <laughs> as someone who has transitioned now, you have physically changed yourself and to say, I am now a woman. And you're saying... Other people don't deserve to change well, themselves. And many of the things that she's done are a privilege that not all privilege transgender people have. Like, and not all not all of them want. Dollars. You know, not everybody wants to go through all those all those those surgeries. They don't feel they need to be, and that that brings right. up a whole different conversation about what is you know which. And but they don't they a, don't need to be. It's not a whole different conversation. It's a healthcare no, but, conversation. But, but yeah. you know, reality. There, there was a political faction of uh, Fox News watchers yeah. that will uh, see a transgender woman, Caitlyn Jenner, mm-hmm. uh, and they are recognizing a transgender woman and they are seeing someone that agrees with them. I'm not saying that those two are like great, but I'm like, hey, there's a group of people that are acknowledging transgender people that would not only... I can that. see that. Yeah, I mean, and that, but I don't that know, I'm also, trying to find the silver lining. But, but even I then, that's it's another it's source. Not, of, it's not a silver lining that you're finding. It's a reality. There are literal people, a part of our community, that are just like, oh, okay, here are the gay people, bi people, lesbian people. Period. You're the trans people. Yeah. And trans people can survive by themselves. And there are trans people that are like, well, I'm, I'm. Straight or cis passing, yeah, like it's not a problem, girl, boy. But then it's cis, like literally all those things still apply to you. Like, like what? Do, what do Republicans that work alongside her feel? Then it ma- it makes me question that too. I'm like using her. Baby. That's 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 they're exactly what her. I'm thinking. They're using, they're using which her. it makes me and sad she because she's so stupid that she doesn't understand. <laughs> They're using her. I know. I just, but I, I, she's an obelisk. She is fully a. Ooh, that's a. Oh, look how ruthless. She's an obelisk. She is stuck in the Republican Party, and she will sit there and be utilized and worshipped until she is no longer used. I think yeah, obelisk. Obelisk. I I love that. That's a very good word. S I T word. Let's go. Well, maybe obelisk. one day she'll ride off into the sunset, but not anytime she soon. She will not. In I'm, meantime, I'm intrigued to see what happens in the future with her as as we continue to fight this trans battle, especially the way it is. Like to see like where someone, because she's a unique regard. Agree or disagree? It's a very unique perspective that really like she only has. Like I I don't know. Are there any other trans women, trans men, Republicans against? 
trans rights. I mean, she, it's a very, very, very small sure demographic. Some, but yeah, but it, so it'll be interesting to see where they fall. And the, yeah. the fact that she's conservative. Yeah, see, to see where they fall on this journey and this fight. I mean, where are they going to But if, if her out? driver is fiscally conservative, like, what do you mean? Yeah, I mean, you, you make so much money. Like, you, you'd rather care about your money then, than yeah. rights for transgender mm-hmm. children. And adults. like we've like, talked about cuckoo bananas to me like i don't get it like, <laughs> but again maybe she'll ride off into the sunset maybe the side the sapphire sunset <gasps> sapphires oh my so gosh that makes me think of this book that i read oh Have you? tell us about it <laughs> i you're gonna get a twofer for me because i went twofer. ahead a twofer hey, i went ahead and i did a little bit of christopher the- to <laughs> <laughs> one of the caitlin and then, <laughs> it used to be two in the pink, but if you're talking to gay men, it's two in the stink. That's three. And where's the other three one go? Oh, she. Oh, oh, oh! That's that's getting to be a little much. That's you're getting to be fetishized fisty. there. Hello. <laughs> Here's the new tattoo. Christy, 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 Christy. So I'm gonna talk to you about two things. I'm gonna talk to you about the fisty book. Fisty erect. Oh, oh. At least it's not Dixie. Oh, fisty erect. Because Dixie's racist. You can realign as Fisty. No. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm telling you. You don't want to deny the He's facts. He's my but... worst competitor. It's fine. You have anyway, to re... Re-re- well, the ticks did it. You could just be wrecked. Yeah, and the chicks are not the Dixie chicks are not the chicks. You can just wrecked. be wrecked. <gasps> pussy, pussy galore, pussy wrecked. Pussy wrecked my drag dog. Pussy wrecked. Pussy no. wrecked. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so um, we're going to talk about Sapphire Sunset by Christopher Rice, but I'm also going to tell you about Christopher Rice because I'm I'm a huge fan. He's cute. He's he, cute. Is he cute? I think no. he is. You don't know. Oh, don't say that. Anywho, you can find him. He's got a great social media presence. So um, Sapphire Sunset it's 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 the first book in his Sapphire Cove series. Um, it is a male male romance book. And the best I could do, yeah. <laughs> the best, yeah. yeah, the best I can describe it is if you think of, and I never read these, but it, it's brought what brought to mind like 1990s like romance novels with Fabio on the cover, you know. Is that why you wore your 90s glasses? Like, this is um, the only pair of glasses I have. They're actually. very cute, actually. Thank I like them. I'm going to the what doctor on your Friday. Last glasses? I didn't. This is you I, well, I lost another pair. Okay, they were black. well. They look very nice, and I like Thank it. You. You're like. You're wearing like nineties. I'm going to the. I'm going to the. Oh, I love Jurassic Park. I'm going to the eye doctor tomorrow. So no, I like the glasses. Actually, can I have them? Like that's the question. Like not now, but like soon. Soon. So if you think about (laughs) about nineteen nineties romance novels with Fabio on the cover, Mm -hmm. those kinds of like passionate. That's that's kind of the vibe I get. But it's from it's for male on male. But it's actually got a real plot, but very steamy. But no before erotica. we before we go that oh no it's yeah uh, but it's it's erotica with a plot uh, it's uh, plot erotica uh, I think I just made a genre uh, so erotica. we're gonna talk about uh, Christopher Rice first because I am a huge undulating men currently to like, undulating Ooh. undulating is it, undulating is, obelisk is uh, undulating some obelisk. people are pre- preparing for the star test <laughs> He's preparing for S A T S A T baby so Christopher He's Rice born <laughs> you're not. You're not. Hey, drink your water. Drink, hi, baby, drink your Christopher water Christopher Rice, born March 11, 1978. So kind of, I mean, we're in March. We're still like 
month and a half-ish away. Very big um, star testing. Bo born to a writing family. Father was Stan Rice, who's a poet. Mother is Anne Rice, of like Anne Rice Ooh. fame. So literary royalty here. Um, he was born in the San Francisco area. <laughs> um, his aunt is also a fantasy historical, or was she's passed away, or rather. So, so literary. Um, are you gonna look it up? Literary no. royalty. He's born in San Francisco and lived there for ten years until um, his mom. They moved back to New Orleans, which is what she's known for. And he said um, in 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 some interviews, he said that moving there was like a culture shock because you know, like nineteen nineties, because he was born in seventy eight, so nineteen eighties. San Francisco, where you know things were very open, very liberal. They they talked to their you know lesbian teachers by their first name. Moved to New Orleans, where it's very still very religious, very Catholic, very you know. And he went to chapel daily and those Catholic. kinds of things. Catholic, three syllables. And yeah. so he he went there, and so it was a very big culture shock for him. But um, obviously, that's what ended up being making his mother very famous. We'll, we'll get to that. Him, he attended Isidore Newman School, which is a prep school in New Orleans, which is the same school that both Manning boys went to, and he went there at the same time as the Mannings. So I don't... I think they play, the Mannings. like, Mannings. some kind of ball sport. I don't do the ball sports. I just play the ball sports in the bedroom. Peyton Manning? Oh! And Eli. So, um, but, um... He said, so he knew he was gay from a from a young age in high school. Was but he like Eli? Or yeah, well, okay. I mean, I wonder, I wonder. I honestly, like, fondling. Oh. How much, how much fun? Okay, how much ball fondling? Let's talk about the sports uh, teams in high school okay. and college. I swear to God, <laughs> from what I've been told, it's always about, like, my penis is small. I don't. Well, he wasn't into sports, so he would not have known that. He was not. He said he was not into Wait, sports. Say this again. What's going He's, on? In your I don't know. There was a lot of the the international happening. hand gesture for what ball handling. Been, no, that's. This, this I thought this was balls. No, I want to know. I don't know what that means. Then what I've been told. Younger sports teams <clears> is <throat> very much like as they grow their things, they do like the like. They touch, they apparently touch each other a lot. I don't know. Who like touches that. each other a lot? I never we touched anybody. That was the problem. This, this, no. No! Wait, who touches each other? The children with each no. other. No, children don't touch children. each other. We don't talk about Everybody, children touching each other. There's no, there's no no squares. Yeah. Keep out of no, your no no squares. I don't do that. We, we exactly. Don't, you would yeah. do it when you're 18 and you're legal. Everyone... <laughs> All right. Oh, right. So he attended this prep game. school. He was never really in an in crowd. He didn't do sports. Children is used loosely. Children we're all usually we're in, and so exactly. we're about the twenty somethings. Exactly the children. Than, yeah. So he was. He wasn't really bullied. He said, but he was very clearly not the norm in high school. Um, and he said he never felt in. He, you know, obviously by this time his mother was very famous. He said he had everything. He was white. He was wealthy. He had cars, but he never really fit in. He didn't have the same value as all the other people at that time in the mid '90s because he's more Thomas and I's age. Um, so, um, and his his well, he is seventy eight. That's like us. And so um, he I said, not oh! 78. Well, you're not seventy eight, but seven born in seventy eight is around us. Oh yes. And so um, his his um, high school career would go on to influence 
Oh, God damn. I know. Well, I'm the same thing. It's right here He's with me. He's finally accepted it because before I'm old. he was like, oh, y'all. He used, to point, I know. he used to point to me and Tony and like, y'all. Like, well, then I turned 40 and now I'm, I'm part of the us. y'all. Y'all, you are you're so his, you're his, like nine months younger than His me. high school career like ended up. aborted fetus. And we'll talk about that His high school experience ended up inspiring him. Later on would inspire his, his first novel which I'll get to later which is amazing we'll get to that um, he did not come out until uh, to his parents until he had his first boyfriend even though he knew um, and his father was very supportive from the get go had no problem his mother was very supportive but believed maybe he was bi because he had some very close intimate relationships with a girl in high school but so but regardless both parents uber supportive from the get go loved it uber Uber. Um, he went to mm-hmm. he went to Coming Brown to University, which would um, yeah, inspire another. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Oh, <laughs> which would inspire his. I'm <laughs> back to the. Like everything five, circles back. Five in five. Oh my the, gosh, Chris! Welcome Come to the stage, Miss Fistula. Uh, <laughs> oh, did I just come up with a good name? That's better than the one we had earlier that I had forgotten. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. So, this is Fisher Davis. So, <laughs> so um Brown University, which would inspire his uh, inspire some work on his uh or lead to inspiration for his novel, The Snow Garden. He ended up transferring Snow to arm. the Tisch uh, school, which is a huge school for like arts. And Ew. it was there that he took a uh, he participated in the dramatic writing program. He didn't graduate from either of them. Instead, he moved to um, L.A. to work on screenwriting. <laughs> and right, gay, gay, exactly. He guess where he lives in L.A. Gay, West Hollywood. Yeah, we yeah. ho. You're a ho. So I um, know that. So he moved out. <laughs> <laughs> he moved. <laughs> he moved out to West Hollywood to pursue his screenwriting career. In 1998, his mother um, Anne suffered, um, uh, went into a diabetic coma, nearly died. So he uh, moved back to to uh, help her, and it was there that he started working on his first novel called <laughs> A Density of Souls, inspired by his uh, high school career, which is phenomenal. If I, if it's if you need to read it, you should read it. As read. someone who writes, well, you need to. If you don't write, you don't read. Mm. If you can't read. Anyway, it's it's a great novel about gay high school. Read. It was very relatable, me. even though it was, you know, it had some. Obviously, it's a novel. It, very good. It's wonderful. Love it. Um, it brought about. It was important though because it brought about a buzz in both the gay and the mainstream circles because he's Anne Rice's son, but also he's an out gay person. And it instantly became a New York Times bestseller. And in many um, interviews, he's talked about, were you ever afraid of being like the gay author, you know, for writing yes. a gay book? And he's not, he's, he just writes, you know, he's a big proponent of, he just writes. He writes what he knows, you know, he writes, you know, about gay because that's what he is. But he's not a gay author. He's gay. He's an author. And this is what he writes. So I love that about him. Um, you mean he, he didn't tell everyone like this is the exactly the he's, first book written by a gay author exactly that's not what it was about with like exactly. produced by a gay publisher Billy Eichner like with gay <laughs> pe- gay gay this characters this is the first gay story Billy with Eichner, gay written by gay like, people exactly. the page numbers are written to watch gay, the gay story gay Billy Eichner the language is in gay Billy we have Eichner. never had a story where you have gay people who are telling gay stories <laughs> he writes like gay things I like Billy Eichner I do 
but that's exactly you, but we've talked about this that. before i know um he writes a variety of genres he writes uh thrillers erotic romances that are not gay because he's a big romance fan Thriller. um he has the burning girl series so which is phenomenal pink on one of those yes that yeah, is does, yes and this new sapphire cove series so where he says so I know. Cole, so go, we're gonna get there. Mom. We're gonna get there. And so he differentiates himself where he doesn't feel like his his mom. He doesn't write as much horror. He writes his thrillers. He also is the host of a true crime podcast with yeah. his best friend, also an author, Eric Shaw Quinn. Oh, called great! Someone has a podcast. Pro- Groundbreaking. Ground- Someone has Everybody's a podcast. so creative. Best friend. So. I know. Right? I don't have one. I'm not even listening. So anyway, but I've listened. It's fabulous. But also, I side note that I just remember that I forgot to write down was his podcast it's actually helped per- oh. actually helped catch the killer of a cold case Rick gay Hunter. murder about yeah, a right. from like the eighty. Yes, so we'll get to that. The one in that. Parked in the driveway and no, oh no, that's that's current events. We'll talk about it, honey. But anyway, it's a very good podcast. You need to listen to it. Um, He is uh, he ended up uh, wind up collaborating with the mother on Ramsey's The Damned in her um, series, and um, he also eventually before she passed away sold the rights to the Vampire Chronicles and her series The Mayfair, which is to AMC Studios. And they began to develop those as thing. Um, he is an executive producer, and that actually came out this past fall to rave reviews. And the second season is coming. The first two seasons are going to adapt the first novel, which I am currently reading, Interview with a Vampire. So he's very much carrying on his mother's legacy as, like, for her, but he's very big on that. He was very close to his mother, and he did a lot with her, and that was amazing. I love it. And um, But also as his own. He's super awesome. So... I chat with him online on the Instagram. Anyway, so I'm a big fan. I love. It would be fabulous, right? So back to this book. So that's him in a nutshell. He's an author, very prolific. Very. He lives currently in West Hollywood, like I said. We so, hope. Oh, we so yes, we hope. So this book is called Sapphire Sunset. It's the first in the Sapphire Cove series. I love it because, like I said at the beginning, it's it it gives me very much like. Fabio, 1990s. I know I'm fiddling with this. That's why I wear jewelry, so I can fiddle with it. Um, Very much Fabio, 90s romance novel, except that it's dudes. So we've got two, our two main characters are Logan Murdoch and Connor Harcourt. Logan is a big, burly ex-Marine, very strong, very no-nonsense. Mm. I know, I know, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Very, you wouldn't expect him to be gay, very straight passing. Mm. And then um, Connor Harcourt is like the pretty little bottom, young, rich boy, white boy, you know, like that person. How do we know he's on a tongue? Well, we know. Trust oh. me. We get to know. We oh, find we get out. To know and uh, we get to know. That's what we'll get to. So um, the story, the, the series and the story takes place around Sapphire Cove, this luxury resort in California, and um, it's owned by Connor's family. So Logan ends up leaving the Marines, actually, because his father suffer, is having some health issues, and he moves back to take home. And part of the story is, which is what makes it more of like, just a, like a, you know, a one-off romance story, but makes it more like a plot, is like it talks about his backstory about like 
his father being very masculine, very like my son and like him coming out to his father. But like, he's not your typical gay. Yeah. Like he's, he's very like just straight presenting, but he's also gay. And so like, there's that whole, uh, his dad supporting him and learning that. So there's that sub storyline, which is pretty cool. You mean like me? Exactly. It's, it's, it was based you upon mean, you, I you believe. Mean, you mean like me? You mean like me? So like, Logan takes a job <laughs> as a security job as a security worker at the at the um the, the resort, and he and Connor, who's Connor's, it's his family's resort. He's like the young rich boy. And just out of college, they're drawn to each other. They have like this moment in this little grotto that's kind of erotic and nice, but it ends up being I. Oh my god, I love that song. Um, but um, they end it because some other stuff happened, and then like a misunderstanding ends their tryst. They end up fighting, and then oh, I can't tell. You. I don't want to get. I actually don't want to give too much of this because it's so interesting. I know, groundbreaking. And so, um, but that's, that's, but like, so, well, actually something is that somebody ends up calling him away cause he's, he's got his radio on. So it ends up, but then a misunderstanding later leads to them being like, oh, it's like he said, he said. And so Connor ends up moving across country to New York and they don't see each other for a couple oh. of years. I know they think it's over as a chance encounter. It's very, I love this cause it's very like stereotypical, stereotypical and formulaic, but it's not. So, um, yeah, flash forward a few years, the oh, there's a, this huge Malbec. There's that. That's the famous Malbec accent. There's this Cabernet accent. There's this huge financial scandal at the hotel where um, Connor's uncle, who is the general manager, is involved in some dirty dealings and is arrested mm. and ousted. How financial. Dirty, I know. Baby. So Connor comes back to help save his family's empire in this hotel. They run into each other and they have to work together oh. to like, you know, I know exactly. That's the together. kind of work. Together. Together. I, hate that. They, I cannot single. believe you just did that. Oh my God. I, I had a boss in a previous life that would do that. He's like, you know, they're, he and the secretary are doing, like, he, like talking about someone else. Like they're, and he used that signal, like the. It's the hole the with okay the the okay signal with the with one finger, finger pointing through, through it. it. Like, That's what Chris did. Like it's such a gross, like, <laughs> especially when you're referring to it in a sexual way. It's so elementary, and, but to see an adult man, Chris just, wants like, four in there. It's doing it's, that. Like it's that's so Chris gross. is what he's been. And I'm not like, calling your whole... fingers fat, no. but I'm like adult <laughs> fingers. Like, just, yeah. like they're adult fingers to do that through that. My adult like, hole. fingers and are I'm like, only welcome when I. Oh, being gay. Oh, so the straight person consent. Says, a straight person says that. Correct. Exactly. You're you're right. You're right. There are some gay people I will say no. A straight person does that as like you're abusing them. <laughs> so, so Connor's brought back. He's now Logan's <laughs> boss as the general yeah, manager of this hotel, and they have to work together to like damage control. Damage and so they control. end up. They end up exactly right. Control. Yeah. You don't get that because you're too young, but and so um, uh, but there's still (laughs) clearly chemistry between the two of them, and so they have to like chemistry. Chemistry. They have to work. There's fireworks. They have to work that out and together. And I'm not gonna give it too many, but we're gonna talk. There are some. There are some. No, I don't want to give away the plot because there's actually a really good story, and I love it. And it made me cry at the end. I know. And so, like, but there's some there's some steamy man 
uh, like gay male male sexual things, ooh. which are ooh. What's that in this book? And ooh, it was very good. And so, but the good thing about it is, it's it manages to be both like sexy and like hot, but not like gross and like like you know like That's- brown chicken. But like, I did you order this pizza with extra sausage? It's not like that. It's oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> real so um so it's graphic but it's not gross and over the top it's too much but it honestly is what i love about it is it's it's no different than a regular romance novel like he's not writing it's just because it's gay it's not like you know there's not all like fisting and poppers and like yeah gay clubs yeah, it's yeah. it's it's like actually like just a story this, hey two men had dinner together exactly it could they sat down together exactly and, and they one sat one on the others sat their hand on their lap <laughs> and surprise uh they're fucked like like it very easily what do you mean that's surprising <laughs> it's like hey hey it very easily could be any kind of, it could be, it could be a, a heterosexual room. It could be lesbian. It could be like, it's not, it, this, this plot line does not center around the fact that they're gay other than the fact that they are gay. I mean, so it, I guess it does, but it's not like stereotypical and Correct. it's, it's a series. Yeah. I've read the second one already, which is really good, which we'll talk about because it, it does delve a little bit deeper into some trauma things. Deep and there's a, the exactly deep in, deep in, deeper in the deep stuff. in. And then there's a third deep. one that I haven't read yet because I'm saving it. Cause I didn't want to go through all, I didn't want to, but five, five stars. I loved it because like I said, it's, five it's stars. five stars. I love it. Five out of Cause five. I love Christopher Rice. He's a, he's a great uh, person. He's a great sure. person. I you should, you will. My name is uh, University. University. My name is University. <laughs> and so, but I love it because it's 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 what we need. Like it's 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 what we need. Like we're not all the gay community doesn't have to be all about like raunchy porn or drag race. It can be just like a, a, a romance Harry, novel. Hasn't Harry Styles been telling us that? He has been. Year? He has been. Harry Styles has been wearing dresses and and manufacturing nail polishes to tell us that. Yes, and so does. that's why Christopher Rice is here, and he I took, love it. I love him. He's my autobiography. It's amazing. Took on a like a stretch. The Lord's work. He was like, you know, I need to tell people that <laughs> sex like- isn't just about animalistic fisting. It's about something <laughs> sensual. And there you go. And he's just he's just carrying on, carrying forward he the is. good word and philosophy of Christopher Rice. So if you have anything. Negative to say about that. I have a then lot of things. I don't like, even know what, me personally. We'll talk about it. Okay. I don't even know what you're saying. That's all I got to say. Okay. But anyway, you, you need to well leave it. it. I love, I love Christopher Rice, and I think, and aside from all these books, all of his books, like A Density of Souls, um, the second one, one that was density? one or a two? density. It's just a density. It's oh. it's super good for like it is it is a quintessential. I would say gay book like many people can relate to it like the high school it's the whole high school gay dynamic especially because it was like a new orleans private school setting um the second one was the snow garden who is the drag queen named quintessential oh quintessential 
The I second know. one was the That's snow so garden. After he said that, uh, you did. You, bla you blacked out when that came out. to you. I listened to Seals and said after that, quintessential was. The second book, The <gasps> Snow Garden, is amazing. His Burning Girl series, amazing. Well, it says Snar Garden. Snar, Snargan. Snar, Snar. Snar Garden. And so he's very German. <laughs> Garden. He's extremely active on social media. He's very, he's very, um, also uh, like an advocate for all things. He's very active, and like I said, true crime and gay. It's just, it's amazing. True so. crime and gays. Yeah. Uh, true crime. And, and YA. Y'all need to just, go. You need just, to go listen to that podcast series. Yeah. Like an adult. <laughs> uh, no, it's all like adult, adult, oh. full on adult. So, Does but he it could read be his anyway. stories. Actually, I did listen to this. This was an audiobook, and he read it, which I like it when the auto when the author reads the audiobook. So I feel so like it's a little bit we, like we, we he gets a, it. Does he have a good reading voice? He does. He had a he, well. No, he had different voices for the different people. So yes, I know. I loved it. He did fabulous. He doesn't have the gay accent. He does. I just got great hair too. I'm you or him? Him. Christopher Rice. Well, Thomas oh, has good hair too. I'm just saying. You, your point. Spencer. Well, Spencer's got good hair too. No gray hair. He has amazing. Oh, gray hair. I think I've got a gray hair over here. You have one gray hair. I have gray hair in my beard, but like over here, Spencer I think. Spencer has a lot of gray hair. Gray hair. Spencer has gray hair. I don't see ah! gray hair. You don't have any hair. Oh. So that's my book report. We'll talk Anyways, about the next so one. That's, that's my book report. That's my book report. Yeah, we love a good book report. Do <laughs> so you want to talk about Caitlin some more? I'm still confused. I want, and maybe there's out there, and I haven't done enough research. I want an interview where she sits down and explains the the two. Where she tries to make sense between the two conflicting viewpoints. She, I want that. I don't think she, Correct. I don't she, think she no. has. I've looked. I cannot find it. Maybe I've you overlooked it. Do you want to invite it. her on this podcast to do it? I think, Caitlin, if you're out there, would love to talk to you. Chris will. Chris, you I'll read, read the fuck out of her. Chris will be the primary interviewer. But, like, my problem is, like, you are a trans. You could be an advocate. But you're not an advocate. You you're a trans be, woman, but like, you're not an advocate. That's why I had to stop. She already like, saved were, America in the 70s when we were struggling you through, could be struggling an advocate. through Vietnam. And the Russians were taking over. She You've been an advocate. Exactly. You've been an advocate. Well, why I, can't I you now? I to stop myself. Like, I can, yeah. I could yeah. not say you're a trans advocate. Because you are not. You are a person of privilege. But this was a chance. Oh, who okay, has decided? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, like, <laughs> like, like halt should, you, like, go, go, like, go, go. I like fist you, like, oh! in a in a Herbert way. I literally, <laughs> oh, like, I have to say, you are a person mm -hmm. who is in the hundred percent spotlight, mm -hmm. and your choice. Of all the things you've gone through, especially learning your history, you know that you have fought tooth and nail to become who you are mm -hmm. for four decades. Three decades. I don't know, man. It's fine. And you 
have vocally said, I didn't like who he used to be. I have fought to be a woman. Like, I put on dresses. I did these things. And suddenly, women who are biologically women who have fought mm-hmm. tooth and nail as well <laughs> for their entire lives <laughs> to be women mm-hmm. are suddenly not allowed to be women in the sports that you decide to be women. You could, yeah, you could, you could advocate, you could support them, you could lift them up, you could help them. And then you're saying, absolutely not, they deserve to be killed. I don't think she's saying they deserve killed. To be killed. I think she's saying you don't deserve these rights. Is what it is. Okay. You don't As of this time, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Just you don't. Like, you don't get to play on this team. If you're a transgender woman, you don't deserve to be com- competing against women. I look. I I look. I'm not taking. Caitlin's side, I, but I do think it's complicated. Like it, I, yeah, I totally I agree. Like, yeah, I'm one thousand percent aligned with. Like, I support transgender women, mm-hmm. um, but I think this is a new emerging thing. And if you're a woman who's trained, all the like, you're gonna be like, "Whoa, hey, wait a minute, what's happening here? Like, why are it's it's like a straight person winning drags race." Drag race, you'd be like, yeah, why are it, yeah. you winning Drag Race? Like, this is drag for drag queens. We're gay people. We're, this is this mm-hmm. is art for gay people. Like, I, I think we would take exception to that, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I agree. So, it, I'm not saying those are one and the same, but it's the closest analogy I can like bring. Like, people would be like, whoa, I'm not used to this. So you got to process it, and it, it, you got to analyze it, and and then come to a logical conclusion. I don't think Caitlyn has. I think Caitlyn's reacting in a way that she knows, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think we Definitely. we all have to like people gotta learn have to learn. This is a new concept, like out transgender people competing in sports, for example, or just living out their lives is a good thing. And but it is yeah. we have to process it much like gay people. We've had to process like, oh, you gay men or gay women have to, are gonna get married. And you're going to hold hands in public. Like, people have to process. Right or wrong, we have not... That has not been in our psyche for yeah. a good period of time. So we just have to... we, we got to demonstrate it. We have to be visible. And we have to show... We have to normalize it. And not in a bad way. Like, we're going to normalize Because there are plenty of people like, You're normalizing sin. Like, that's not that. It's just... Like, this is... This is part of the evolution of our humanity yeah. in a good way. Not this is not Definitely. the devolution. This is evolution. Evolution. So, yeah, evolution. Evolution. E- Welcome to the stage, evolution. Evolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. We have come up with a lot of names. We need to start drag trademarking or copywriting or whatever. Evolution. Evolution. Mm. It was a perfect evolution. <laughs> oh, I love her so much. Also, so uh-huh. today we had a spelling test, and one of the words was telephone. And I said, no. <gasps> Oh, you didn't. I did it. Oh, I'm so I proud of you. I went to it and I said, The word telephone was invented by Lady Gaga and Beyonce 
Because that's one, of, <laughs> that's one of Mr. White's favorite songs. And they were like, ah, I like that song. And I was like, okay. Spell the word. Like, that was like, that, that was the epitome. How many of them got it right? Um, I'd say more than half. I don't Yay! know. I don't, I don't know. But like, they did, they did this. And I was We're like, still waiting for part two. Who else is it? Who else is gay? <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. Yes. So you need help with marketing? Hire a freelancer. Mm. Need help with building a website? Hire a freelancer. Need help with benchmarking and analysis? Hire a freelancer. Economy Works believes in the power of connection and wants to connect you with the Talent Network. The Talent Network has over 1,000 years of experience and it's growing in HR, marketing, IT, accounting, and other specialties. Economy Works, when we work, the Economy Works. You can find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Huh. Well, that's it, ladies. We did a we did a podcast. That's good. We did We're the here. thing. Y'all got any other thoughts, ideas? No, honestly, like commentations. Are one of, hold on. Conversations. Can I read, can I read my rant on oh. Instagram? Is it loud? Yeah. We're gonna yeah, it? absolutely. No, do it. <laughs> read that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to? Is it, yeah, like, he already said. The boss already said yes. He's the boss says yes. Yeah, more more keys. Okay, so. I was angry about the idea of uh, Florida mm-hmm. making like drag illegal as a sex criminal act. Uh, I was mad about sex. Who wouldn't be? Maybe. Who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? I was amazed they made that like be? sexual crimes against children punishable by death. I was mad. They punchable were like by death? punchable. <laughs> <laughs> punch, literally punch them. punch you somebody Punchable. to death literally yeah. like punch them your mouth um, back is yeah my mouth back is beating my your, ass your mouth back accent is it's, given us it's doing a thing uh, also I was very mad about them uh, allowing the death penalty sentencing to be 8-4 mm-hmm. uh, instead of a unanimous vote I was like hey let me do uh you know, we we Jeremy gerrymandered the fuck out of the state. Let me mm-hmm. like allow us to just like kill people. Like is the best. Of so I just say, uh, Florida Repu- Florida Re- Republicans, uh, and honestly, Re- Republicans across the country are working to try to kill trans people, drag queens. Um, and honestly, stripping gay people across the country of their rights. Stripping uh, gay people, yeah. Yeah, slay. You're naked, oh, baby. Yeah. Gay people. Oh, not that kind. Of, uh, not sorry. the kind of stripping I right. love. I no. I keep support ranting. that, Go. baby. Rant Take your clothes off. Go, but I will keep going. Drag queens and trans people have virtually no links. No links. And someone send me some articles, please, on a <laughs> podcast of listeners. Mm-hmm. If you have this, send it to me. Virtually no links to sex abuse or sex crimes. While Boy Scouts, churches, sports teams, uh, baby, you keep going. There are so many opportunities for sex crimes against children of men who are abusing these children galore. So, 
I have to say, if you were a person that told me in 2016 when Trump was being elected, or 2018 when Ted Cruz in Texas was being elected, or 2020 when Trump was being reelected, or 2022 when there was a lot of shit going around, said, Chris, no one is trying to take away your rights. They need to take a look around. Mm-hmm. They are literally trying to kill trans people and gay people. They are mm-hmm. setting up laws discreetly to try and take this away. They think they are being sneaky under the guise of protecting children. But I guarantee you that the members of the church or the Boy Scouts that I mentioned earlier will not. Members. Is that they what, will is not. Is that what... what uh... Chris Rice was writing about mm, members. members, yeah, gay yeah. members, gay members. members. But these gay members will not face death penalty. They will not face that. The ones who will Whether be they easily be six inches or twelve inches. These gay <laughs> members will continue. Continue. No, these people who are abusing children will easily be just like, oh, slap on your wrist, it's fine. Because we've already seen that. The Boy Scouts of America have faced a fucking lawsuit for the fuck, like, what, seven years now? Mm-hmm. Of all this stuff, the, 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 the church of... The Pope is like, ah. Church of the, church ah, of, church of the Pope. It's fine, look at them, they're fine. But like I, I the think second, that's what he says that that's what they that's Vaticanese. Yeah, that is fine. Welcome to Church I, of the Pope. I translated for you. Translate. I translated. Trans- but like at the same time, the one one infinitesimal speck that a drag queen steps out of line mm-hmm. and touches a child and says, "Hey." Did a great job. Girl, you seen a drag queen at amateur night? She steps out of line all the time. She can't oh, walk in them damn heels. Oh. Welcome to the stage. Oh. Out of line. Am I, out of you, line. You ever seen Dixie Rack dra- dra- dancing drag? Oh, she can't walk in the yeah. heels. But has she ever abused she a child? Absolutely heels. not. So that's what I'm saying. A drag queen. Teacher, maybe she smacked a kid in the mouth before talking back. No, I'm kidding. Oh. I, no, 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 not Chris White. Not yet. Not yet. So... These <laughs> children. That's not funny. Hitting children is not funny. It's, not it's funny. never been funny. Hitting anybody it's is not but funny. But the, the drag queens would be put in a spot in a heartbeat. These mm. other abusers would absolutely <gasps> not be. So I have to say, voting Republican or refusing to vote is a absurdity mm-hmm. for our lives. I pledge allegiance no, to voting. No. Because it is, it is scrutinizing our lies and the amount of battles that our states are facing across the country that does not understand our <laughs> rights. So have you ever had to make a plan or to escape a country in case your life didn't matter anymore? In case you were going to be murdered? Because a lot of us in the United States have to have done that. So I have to say, as I've said on this podcast mm-hmm. before, I haven't spoken to my brother in three years oh, because he wanted to vote to, to 
quote, protect his family in the 2020 vote because he was worried about his tax hike of 3% on any money over 400000 he, he, he got money. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, we invited him over to... Literally, like, fund our podcast. She got uh, apparently... We need a new sponsor. Hello. I literally, like... Hello, girl. Big Brother Chris. Mm, Big Brother come on. White. Come on, Queen. Give me some money. But apparently protecting his own brother was off the table because I wasn't considered, quote, family uh, in comparison to Could any money over his... Four hundred thousand dollars. Three percent of dollars. Yeah. So, just as a quick reminder, your LGBTQ plus friends need your help. Re- Republican representatives want us they, they dead. Need, they need help too. They need mm-hmm. help too. Oh, as we know, Republicans uh, go follow Republicans. You'll enjoy yourself. Okay, flip that. Flip it. There you go. (laughs) Share that, bitch. What I'm saying is do your part, break the silence, take action. And before anyone says, Chris, you're a mess, you're overreacting, you're delusional. Do you really think that Texas is that far behind Florida? Absolutely not. This state gerrymandered the fuck out of the entire state. Republicans here are just a fucking mess. So the governor is trying to pardon a current murderer and will easily work to make sure that gay people's lives are harder. Lawrence v. Texas <laughs> was literally 15 years ago and gay people's 20 houses... Years 20 years ago. <laughs> 2007. 2003. Oh. oh, it's okay. Keep going. Keep going. I Don't tried. lose your momentum. I tried to write 20 years ago. She already wrote it. 20, yeah, 20, I, wrote, 20. I wrote it. It's fine. This, this story is 22 it was years old. 2007. 20, 2007. God. I'm Go back to the podcast. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Gay people. <laughs> oh, humiliated. On the podcast. It's fine. Like, oh. But gay. This is 20 years ago. Still, that's yes. still not even that long ago. Gay people's houses could literally be broken into and thrown in jail for having consensual sex with the same partner. Consensual sex. So anyways, oh, hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Here we are. I love Shangela. Love y'all. But it's time. If you're listening, it is time to take action. Mm-hmm. Speak up. Mm-hmm. And fucking call your representative. Because y'all bitch <laughs> is not just sitting here to talk in this podcast for no reason. Okay? We do our research. We do our things. We enjoy our time. But we're here to tell y'all to get to work. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. So please listen and let's talk about gay stuff. That's right. To hear more of all of us yelling. More of us. More of us. Where can they do that? On Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. (laughs) That's true. But what if they like scary things? Rspoopypodcast.com. But also, (laughs) LGBTQ (laughs) history is very important. Mm -hmm. So, 
We're here. We're queer. Get used to it.